right, welcome back to Bangin' Beers Podcast. This is episode 148. We're back at the Little Brown Barrel in the Minersville, Pennsylvania. So thank you, Steve, for having us again today. Yes, thank uh, you, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. We're sitting down with Scott from North Country Brewing Company out in Slippery Rock. He's got quite the uh, assortment here to uh, share with us today, so we're excited to try all these uh, fantastic beers in our beer hinge right here. Yeah, uh, so we want to thank our Patreon people. So we do have our Patreon support, which helps us get some bills paid that I closed out, that, and now I lost it, but we'll get it back. But we also have the network, the IWEP network. You can go to IWP, IWEPnetwork.com and see all of our great shows that we have on there, as well as our merch pages and all of our social media. You're good. Yeah, you're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just advertise for a little brown barrel every time you walk by. Yeah, yeah, just give, give, give a thumbs up. Um, so we want to thank Bridget uh, Niedemreicher. Andrew Hare, Greg Reese, Heidi Blackwell, Ryan Galato for the Fuel by Haas podcast, Kelly from Crystal Mountain Healing, Tommy Borsrath, The Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, Brad Zalonis, and Hyreth, uh, in other words, and Jay Horror. So uh, if, if the names you hear on there are from the network, they are not eligible for prizes, but every month we do a, and if you donate from $10 or up, you're running for a free t-shirt every month. And uh, we have a giveaway going on now, the, uh, the Yeti Colster that, that is going to be giving away for anyone, any tier, any level from now till February. So yeah. any support good and you get a shout out every podcast. Yeah, check out it. Post it up on the Instagram. It's a pretty sweet uh, black Yeti 16 ounce can. And we're filling, with, we're filling it with stickers. We'll put some stickers in there. Maybe, yeah. we'll, maybe we'll give you, maybe we'll pull the weed hiding can out and put a beer in it too. So well, yeah, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll, probably have to ship it. we'll yeah. see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. If you're local. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check that out. We're giving that out by the end of February for anyone who subscribes. So uh, that being said, Scott, tell us what we got here, my friend. All right, we have a good selection of beers today. Uh, some of our core beers, as well as some of our seasonal offerings. Um, just run you down the list of what we're going to be doing. We have our new American Light Lager. It is called Yajagoff. <laughs> so that is. Dude, I'll uh, never not laugh with that. I love <laughs> it. It's so good. So it's uh, that's our newest year-round offering. Uh, then we're going to be trying our Firehouse Red, which is an Irish Red Ale. That is our flagship beer. Uh, 5% of the proceeds of that beer go to the Slipper Rock Fire Hall, Station oh, awesome. 33. Um, then moving on to Backpack Stash, which is a year-round offering again. It's a hazy pale ale, so nice, tropical, juicy, citrusy. Uh, then we have Bucksnort Stout, West Coast-style dry hop stout. Ooh. Uh, nice full body on that year-round, and it's great in the summer, fall, winter, whenever. Uh, then we're moving on to Catherine the Great, which is a Russian Imperial style. So a nice, big, boozy, uh, booze-heavy beer. Uh, and we have our sour series. Two of our current sour offerings is Traverse, which is a strawberry vanilla sour, Ooh. followed by the Banana Foster. So that is real banana, not the fake banana flavor. And then we're going to be finishing off with our Creek series, which is a rotating series named after Pennsylvania Creeks. These are all single hazy IPAs. This release is called Slippery Rock Creek. Awesome. All right. Uh, I already have a request. Yes. If, if you ever want to collaborate us on a beer, I want to do the Gerardville Creek. It's, it's, literally, <laughs> it's literally a shit creek, and it's orange. <laughs> it's orange. All right. It, 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 it's all right. it's like, a mine runoff. Yeah, it's a mine runoff, sulfur water. Well, it's, it's it matches pure the orange. color of the, uh, the tropical juicy haze. Yeah, there we so, go. So, so that, that would be our collab if we could do a school county creek, the Gerardville Creek. All right. Well, I'll pass that on to the brewers. <laughs> It, it's it's if you live in that area if you were I, I kind of was grew up in that town because that was one of the people I would get dropped off as a babysitter and uh, I unfortunately fell in that creek one time oh, and uh, I look like an oompa-loompa. <laughs> it stains your skin. Uh, you smell really bad. But it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. that's actually iron that does that. That is yeah. uh, 
Uh, one of the things that, to, to go off topic a little bit, but uh, always associated with anthracite coal mines is there's always uh, iron deposits that are fine. Mm -hmm. And when they turn off the pumps and uh, the mines fill up and all that comes out, actually pieces of iron settle all over the bottom of the stream bed. And uh, initially it's white because it's, uh, it's iron. And uh, as it turns to orange, that is literally the bottom of the creek bed rusting. Nice. Wow. Bob always, I love that the little like history little, tidbits yeah. Bob always throws in. It's <laughs> just a little bit like, Bob, like, hey, you know so what? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they have anything with remediation efforts over here, but like uh, at the entrance to the Newkirk Tunnel just outside of Tamaqua, they actually, uh, uh, the, part of it's authentic and part of it's fake, where uh, the, the, the outflow from the mine is diverted through like a little swamp. Uh, there's like uh, cattails that are really sponges and there's real cattails. And the, the intent of it all is to soak up all the, the mineral content before it actually gets to the real stream. Yeah, there's been a lot of that around here, Raleigh. Like the, the creek down here by, the creek down here by uh, Sheets always used to be orange and stuff yeah. too, but they, uh, they, um, they did something with it over the past like 10 years or so that it's like you can actually fish in it now. Yeah. People kayak in it and stuff, so you don't turn orange anymore. So. What, what exactly do you do? Uh, is your title and what you do in uh, North Rock? Or North, uh, North Country? Sorry. I'm, no, you're good. You're I'm good. Slipping <laughs> up on the, I'm slipping up on the location as I'm talking. Uh, I handle sales for the center, Central Territory, essentially, so the center of the state. I cover 27 counties, um, three wholesalers, and just make sure that I'm getting beer in the market and getting it into y'all's hands. Nice. So you guys are a Slipper Rock, Pennsylvania. Uh, on Untapped, we, we use Untapped a lot. Mm -hmm. to, that's, a, that's a really big popular app that a lot of beer drinkers use. You guys average a 3.59, so you're right there, close yeah. to that. We try to protect the four here on this podcast, <laughs> uh, but you're right there. Uh, and so far, in, in uh, we'll, well, I guess we'll get more of the history of how long it's been open, but five, uh, 551 beers total yeah. that you guys have put out from uh, on Untapped. So I not pretty, tried them all. Yeah, so that's pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty exciting, and there's what some kind of cool, rep. Are you? Man? Yeah, <laughs> some cool collaborations too. So there's there's a lot of different collaborations you guys have done, and you can actually find it locally here at the Craft House, yep. as well as yep. the Little Brown Barrel. So yeah, awesome, man. With that being said, let's crack one of these first ones. All here. right, let's see what we got going. Well, we're gonna start with the Jagoff. Yeah, Jagoff. So, as I said, this is a, do not expect a craft beer journey. This is an American light lager. It is yellow fizzy beer, sessionable, 4.1 ABV on that one. Um, Hope you got him. Yeah. Oh, okay. No spray, it's all right. It's part of the, it's so this part is, of the job. This is, uh, this is my spot, you jag off? Correct. All right. Uh, if you look at the can, there are some parking chairs on there. I was going to say, is this, is this uh, related to uh, the, fight, the fist fight my neighbors are when I dug yep. out my snow spot? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You put your parking chair there. Oh man, and that is one of the biggest, like, I see like the memes starting to pop up now with the snow season coming, but like, I left, I, sorry, I didn't want to go too no, heavy because I want to leave good, some. Good. Obviously it's, you know, well we have another can floating around too. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like that snow season I dread, especially when you have like street parking where you live and it's like, hey, I just dug out, spent four hours digging my car out, and then some dickhead comes and parks in it. I'm not proud to tell the story because she's no longer with us, but I had an elderly neighbor who was mean as hell. She's been uh, also known to possibly poison animals. Oh, yeah, she was, she's pretty awful. But uh, I, I asked her if I could shovel out her sidewalk in her car spot, and she told me to essentially go uh, 
go uh, jag myself off. Um, so I shovel my car out. I go to pull it out to go around the block to put it back in. She rips out of her spots and goes right inside my spot. I just shovel. Is that why she's no longer with us? Uh, no, because what I did was I took every second, of, every inch of snow that I shoveled out and put on a giant pile, and I buried her up to her doors. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, I remember one time when Rish and I were still dating and I was still living at home. She had stayed over the one Friday, and we had a, probably like six or eight inches of snow that night. Ooh. So... She had parked up around the corner and uh, in front of, uh, there was just me no row homes up there by my mom's house. And that morning I get up to uh, shovel her out. So the guy who lives there then comes out and starts flipping out at me about her parking there. I'm like, yo, dude, she doesn't even live here. And there was no snow when she got here. And I'm like, I'll help you shovel your car out. So he kept like just flipping out at me. He called me an asshole. So I'm like, I'm just going to put it all back. <laughs> so she pulled out and I just put all the snow back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. It gets real petty in the cold region yeah, when I come like... to snow spots. But uh, yeah, so got Bob, you want to read this one off? Uh, yeah, let me go back. Um, oops. Okay. Uh, this is my spot, you jag. I'm used to like, I'm looking for the mic here. Yeah, yeah. This is my spot, you jag off from uh, North Country <laughs> Brewing of Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's classified as American Light Lager, uh, ABV of 4.1%. Uh, there was actually two entries for this. One's uh, spelled slightly different that someone must have added on their own. <laughs> so I, I took the one with the, the more professional write-up. Um, it's been checked in 595 times where it averages a 3.37. Uh, I have one friend check-in on this uh, where it averages 4.25. I guess you can't really average one check-in. <laughs> so uh, the write-up reads, classic American light lager brewed with two-row malt and corn to give it a light, crisp, and refreshing taste. Enjoy with any yinzer you jag off. <laughs> and uh, the flavor profile is listed as light, crushable, refreshing, malty, and creamy. Dude, this is fantastic. It is good. This is yep. definitely a all-dare. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what we brewed it for. Um, also, side note on this: this is what this is a collaboration beer oh, okay. with Ya Jag Off podcast out oh, of Pittsburgh. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to Ya Jag Off. <laughs> hit, um, hit us up, boys, for a collaboration. There we go. <laughs> ya Jag Offs. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is up my alley. This is my favorite style. I like my lagers, yep. my pilsners, my ales. Yeah. Uh, just just like I said, these are the ones that you can bring up to somebody in a bar and be like, hey. You like your Miller Lights, you like your domestics, try this one out. It's in the yeah. same It's in the same family and I think you'll really enjoy it. Because the, it, there's more flavor when it comes from a craft brewery because it's not mass produced, it's not just a little bit the recipe. Yeah. 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 Like this, this is very nice, super super crisp. Um, I would like to have a bunch of this while like, grilling some stuff on the grill out and uh, well, I guess obviously I'm grilling on the grill. <laughs> but uh, summer hot day, yep. throwing some burgers on the grill, oh man, or just any day. It's this is, this is what I call like, like a sports beer, like I'm a huge wrestling fan, so mm -hmm. like pay-per-views. You get a six-pack of this, and uh, you can you can drink these as the whole pay-per-view. Yeah, because things go wrong when you're drinking high ABV during sports games. Yeah, <laughs> especially when your teams are awful and you, oh. you get triggered easily. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking when the Eagles finally won the Super Bowl. I was uh, cranking out like Funk Silent Discos all night. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was quite loud. Yeah. Uh, so I have one highlight here. Uh, Charles Cunningham. Uh, from Marzoni's, he's our friend on Untapped. Uh, by the way, have you guys been getting tons of friend requests on Untapped? Some, yeah, it's pretty yeah, exciting. Some. Yeah, a lot of people. I'm, I'm probably the least Untapper though. On yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, but he he actually gave it a four two five. Nice. So there Very you go, nice. high score there. But no, this is fantastic. So 
Tell us about the brewery itself, man. Um, like, how many beers do you usually keep on tap? Do you guys have food on? What do you got going on there? Yeah, so we opened in 2005 okay. originally. Um, the town of Slipper Rock was a dry town up until then. Oof. Uh, but it was considered one of the top party colleges in the country. So <laughs> go figure how that worked. Um, the, more you, the more you don't let the kids dance, the more they <laughs> the want to dance. The more they want to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our owner, Bob McCafferty, he uh, you know, petitioned the town to open the brew pub. And the, they approved it on condition that we donate X amount of our profits every year to the local community. Okay. Which is why the Firehouse Red, which we're going to drink next, nice. is set up that way. Um, but we opened the brew pub with a seven barrel system in 05. We still operate that system today. Um, brew pub is a farm to fork operation oh, nice. for all the food. Um, usually off the top of my head, I think we have 12 beers on that rotate through. We have two bars in the brew pub plus outdoor seating that is dog friendly. Oh, nice. So it's really, it used to be the uh, county morgue. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the morgue door is still there. Sweet. Uh, it's a very eclectic location. I love places that like were something, but and you can still kind of tell it was something. Mm -hmm. Like down in Wilmington, North Carolina, there's a few shops down there and stuff that uh, used to be banks. So like you go in and like they like one of like the rooms is like the vault. Yeah. And they yeah. still have, like the big ass vault door yep. and stuff. On there's so. uh, actually in Hazleton, um, the Pines uh, is one, and that's uh, one of the things to to actually. Although it kills your reception, uh, yeah, it does. to dine in the hall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. I, I've had a few work things there, and it's like, oh shit, I don't have any. <laughs> so, so obviously, uh, when people associate uh, morgues and old stuff, is is it haunted? Is, is the brewery have any weird stories? So, our we own three locations. The Harmony Inn was just on uh, one of the Haunted PA podcasts as one of the most haunted. That, that's our that's in the our state. other show we do. So, if oh. everyone to mix beer and ghosts, there we go. let us know. <laughs> we they our brewer will TBI no longer crossover. do uh, at the Harmony and we have a two barrel system and our brewer no longer do test batches overnight there. So really you know, Austin said he saw something a couple times and he he won't go there anymore. Well they so well, there so you go. Truth Behind Illusion Podcast, collaboration with Banging Beers, there we'll do we an, we'll do an overnight with Austin. There we'll go we with go. them and we'll we'll yeah, drink beers a, all night and see if we see anything. There you go. Yeah, I'm see sure that won't stunt our there. it won't stunt our uh, our our abilities to see the paranormal if we're drinking good beers all night. <laughs> Hell yeah man. No, it'll heighten them. Well, uh, yeah. you guys have like uh, entertainment and stuff at the brewery, like bands and yeah. So music? we do uh, acoustic acts and trivia and stuff at our brew pub. Oh, nice. Um, our production facility is our main brewing facility. That's about five minutes down the road in Slippery Rock. They have live bands there every Saturday and cornhole tournaments. Oh, nice. And a yappy hour every Friday. Nice. So bringing the dogs and oh, we got, you know, like dog that. dog treats and hang out. We are an incredibly oh, dog friendly brewery. Yeah, that's sick. That's awesome. So, we all yeah. have. All got some milk. You have a dog, Bob? No, only one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we I have one dog, but she's not good in public. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's good in her little spot for her little comfort zone. She doesn't go out of the house. My husky would. He's the uh, he's the mayor. Yeah. He'll <laughs> meet everybody. Loki, Loki loves everybody. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So dog friendly. Yeah. Is there anything you have to go through stepwise when, when you serve food and have animals? or? Um, so our production facility is we have a food truck on site that we operate. So that's not technically a kitchen, so it's kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. As far as that goes. Um, but we don't have a kitchen at the production facility. Uh, as far as the brew pub, though, the uh, dog area is outside on the patio. Yeah. So you just got to, as far as the sanitation codes and stuff like that, I'm not 100% off the top of my head. So but, many weird rules. Yeah. Yeah, all these weird rules. Yeah. But, hey, as long as there's a place for the dogs. Yeah, dogs exactly. are great. Yeah. You can drink beer and pet dogs. That's Yeah, man. It's a good day, any day of the week. That's absolutely yeah, right. And then, like, you can take your like 
you don't have to leave them in their crates all day and get yeah. them run out and all that and yeah. fun stuff or let them destroy the house while you're gone. So you said some trivia nights. What are some topics you guys had for trivia? Is it general or do you guys have specialty trivia? Uh, mostly general trivia, I believe. Okay. Um, I think that they've done as like seasonal general or specialized trivia as yeah. well. Cool. I like I like when breweries do that. It's a good time. Nice. Pilgrim has been doing that recently. They yeah. Had a, what the. Uh, Christmas, Christmas yeah, vacation. Yeah, I was bummed because I had the Rona. I couldn't go to that one. Yeah, yeah. Christmas vacation. They just had the office, or I think the office really one is coming up. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a, yeah. In like two or three weeks, and I plan on winning it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you talked all that crap, and then you couldn't make the last one, so you gotta be well, careful. Well, I couldn't help it. I, yeah. I, I shouldn't get Rona again. You have to lick a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. So, um, obviously, you have cans are like the most offerings available at can. Is there only like some brewery only stuff that's uh, go, you guys do crowlers and stuff too? Or? Yeah, we do have a few brewery only offerings. Um, just uh, small batch stuff that Austin uses to test out. Just a you know small seven barrel batch, the brew pub or two barrel batch. Um, we do have some limited offerings as well. Our English barley wine embalmer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we do that once a year, um, and that's offered in large bottles. This year we had uh, little caskets made for it. Oh, that's awesome! So to keep oh, it in the so keep cool. it in, yeah, it's a it's a really cool package design. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you gotta have those like those features that drive that extra like like whoa, shit! Now I gotta go visit this place. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You already sold me. Yeah. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even drink that kind of style yeah. of beer, but I want to buy bottle in a casket yeah yeah it's a real cool <laughs> bottle has the casket on it and then this year like i said they made little caskets for it to put them in that's so i sweet. think they did i only did maybe 100 caskets the wrestling so. fan is screaming that you guys need to make a Paul Baird Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Barley wine. <laughs> yep. And this year we did release a uh, small batch of port and sherry barrel aged Ooh. embalmer. Nice. So I have one sixth of that sitting at Broken Axe Brew House in Lock Haven right now. So we're going to be doing an event around that beer. Sweet. Very nice. That's super dope. Awesome. Awesome. Let's get the let's get the next. Hey, what's this yeah, next? Yeah. What's this next bad boy we got going on here? So next up, we're gonna be popping the Firehouse Red Ale, which I love a good Red Ale. I feel like it's an underserved beer lately. It is. You don't see it a lot, and when you do see it, it isn't always done real well. But I think this one's done nicely. Yes. Now uh, we we have had a a Red Ale on the podcast a, that was actually this very similar Ooh, idea where it was done by Cunningham Brewing Company up in the mm -hmm. big, up in Cunningham, New York. And they do a specialty beer, and same thing you guys are doing. It, it goes to the fire, the local fire department. Uh, as someone who should have been a third generation, that's so probably should say one of these for your dad. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be jealous. Take more they got. Or we get a picture. That smells great. Yeah, so this one's gonna be uh, more malt forward. And what is this one called? It's the Firehouse. Yeah, firehouse, firehouse Red. Yeah, I love the uh, like. Get 33. Get 33. Well, uh, a brewers and PA is saying that this is going to be the year of the lager and stuff. So I'm like, I'm so glad like loggers and pilsners and like I'm starting to see reds and stuff pop up again. Like, I love IPAs. I love the hazies and all that. But you get kind of I'm getting kind of IPA'd out lately. Yeah, I never get sick of a lager or a pilsner. No, never. like it's just like all right, another hazy. Okay, cool. Which I mean, they're usually fantastic, but like. A good lager, a red ale. Yep. So this is just as someone who works at the brewery. If I, I just as a podcast, oh. right? You see your numbers of how many people uh, follow your things and are into what you're doing. This, the check-ins in this is out of the control. It's crazy. Yeah, this is uh, by far our most popular beer. If you are a student that went to Slipper Rock University anytime after 05, 
Um, I run into them all the time out in the market doing events and festivals and stuff. The first thing they say is Firehouse Red. Yeah. This, uh, this beer is the reason I am employed. It's the reason the brewery is open today. Yeah, and, dude, like it, and you can tell like the care that's been put Ooh, into this beer. Yeah. Yep, smooth, clean finish, almost drinks like a lager. I mean, it's just yeah. all around. Is that that sweet really, maltiness? Yep. What you think about that, Bob? Like it. That malty's great. Uh, give the write the write off of the read off of this. This is uh, unbelievable. So uh, this is the Station Thirty Three Firehouse Red again from the North Country Brewing Company of Slippery Rock, PA. Uh, it's classified as an Irish Red Ale, and it comes in at an uh, ABV of five point five percent. Uh, it has been checked in uh, 15.3 thousand times, uh, where it averages a 3.59. Uh, I don't have a highlight, but I have 23 friend check-ins, and between my friends, it averages a 3.52. Uh, this is a rich, malty, ruby-colored ale with a smooth finish. Uh, not much a write-up, but it is very accurate. and. Uh, the flavor profile is listed as smooth, malty, sweet, rich, and light. This is one of those ones that, like, I have one friend check-in of it, and... I, I was hoping there was going to be a Dom the Beer Bro check-in, but This guy's no slipping, man. This yeah, guy's what the hell, Dom? But uh, I have one friend check-in of it, and it's, it's not favorable, but the person who did it is one of the... And this is what we kind of bitch about on the podcast often is... If you don't like a particular style, or you're like, yo, give me the haze, bro, or get out, like, and you're gonna rate something low because it's not the style you like, it's like, dude, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's loggers and pilsners are not allowed to score anything higher than like a three because they're lager and pilsners, but if it's a hazy IPA, if the benchmark is four and up. Yeah. It's just, our stouts are it's four, like, like, you know, it's yeah. like, no, every, it's good to its style, you know what I mean? Like, everything has its own place. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have, uh, it's a common complaint for us. We'll have somebody rate one of our sours and say, it's sour, I don't like it. And I'm like, well, it's a sour. Well, dude, you just bought a sour. What do you expect? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't like darker beers because for some reason I'm broken and everything tastes like coffee to me. Um, but I also don't score them. Like, I tried to say I tried it and check it in, but I don't, I'm not going to just diminish the score because it's not my style of beer, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I don't get it, but... All my friends have given this really, really favorable, score, favorable scores. Yeah, no, the, um, dude, this is another one that I would love to have just in the fridge. And according to this, do you have this at the Craft House, Billy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's available yeah. right now at like, the Craft House. I feel House like if people go look at my untapped, they're going to be like, oh, it's because you're sitting with the guy, you're giving him good scores. <laughs> no, these are legit good beers. Yep. No, like, well, I would never, like, if I don't like a particular beer or something, like, I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's just because like, I don't like a particular style. It's a difference between if you don't like a particular style or the beer is just bad. Yeah. Um, but it's very rare to have a beer that's bad. Yeah, I think. I, I the the, la the first two we've had so far for me have been like every, like growing up in a firehouse. It's just domestic yeah. lager and a, a lager and a and a pilsner or a Miller Lite on tap. I need yep. this and like a side shot of Tully. Yeah, these these, <laughs> these feel like. Pennsylvania, coal region town beers. Like you can put these on tap anywhere. And I feel like if someone who's not a craft beer drinker were to drink both of these beers, yep. they yep. would go back to them. Oh yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. that's something we try and do with the brewery is have accessible beer. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, you, there's one thing to brew an English barley wine that three people might yeah. you know, gravitate towards. 
but you don't, I mean, you have to brew beers that people want to drink. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, we call them the, like, they're the blue collar beers. Like, yeah. you, gotta, yeah. you gotta appease your blue collar workers. Not everyone's gonna come in and want the super hoppy, hazy IPAs and the, and the stouts. Like, they just want, they got off work. They want their, they want their lager. They want their lights. They want their pilsners. And this is, these first well, two Well, maybe this fantastic. one, you're like, you know what? Let me try that. Double this is beautiful. <laughs> hazy IPA. But, um, no, this is fantastic. Like I said, like, and these are, like, a, I love seeing new red ales pop up, like, and stuff. Like, so there's a lot, of, I love starting to see, like, a bunch, now, like, the IPA craze seems to be kind of, like, I mean, it's still up there, but, like, mm -hmm. it still seems to be going down. Like, uh, with the last few episodes, we featured Treehouse on the show, because Bob got a, a, quite the treasure trove in uh, <laughs> Did he ever? some trades. And I was actually up there in uh, December, and... Everyone talks about Treehouse's IPAs, IPAs, IPAs. The best beer I had there was a single hop holler toe pilsner on their side pull. Holy shit, I would I wish they had cans of it. Yeah. yeah. Like it was that was my favorite beer that I had there. And like, I live I live two minutes from New Trail Brewing. So uh, if yeah. I go over there, hang out with those guys and know them all. I drink the Pilsner. Yeah, Lazy Dude, River. The Lazy River yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. one of my favorites now. Yeah. Like all their IPAs are great and everything, but they're uh, they're not recognized enough for their non IPAs. Yeah. So. We did an episode of New Trail. I don't know if they've ever seen it. We did a few of them, <laughs> but we had a buddy who who hates beer. He doesn't drink. He, he doesn't drink. He, the idea of beer grossed him out. He hates it. But we had him on a New Trail episode. Now he was not favorable. He didn't say anything <laughs> polite. Um, he's also very brash, and that, that's just the way he is. But the goal to having him on the podcast was the beer community says all New Trail does is just take another hazy and change mm -hmm. the can, and they call it something else. And for someone who hates beers, he said, I hate them all, but they are all different beers. <laughs> yeah. So even he said, like, so there you go. I yep. taste differences to every single can. Because yep. like, once you drink a few of them, you kind of just get used to that style. And yep. like, he's someone who doesn't drink beers. He goes, they, like, he goes, they all taste different. I don't like any of them, but they're all different beers. So that was our control to yep. see if, like. There you go. There's the proof. Yeah. There's yeah. all the proof. Yeah. That, that we, love what, they love, we love what they do. A lot of the times, I'll like to like take a break from like hazies and buy like like other things just to reset my palate almost. Yeah. Yep. Like to because it, it, eventually they do all start to taste the same. Yeah. Almost. Oh, they're getting I, some I, I right agree. Now. The, the, the guy that I do the beer trades with the most, uh, he actually he had a subscription from Adroit Theory, and he actually canceled it because he felt like he was spoiling himself with uh, constantly nothing but high end, you know and. He was afraid he was ruining his palate, and he, mm -hmm. he so he intentionally stopped ordering stuff from them so he could uh, kind of like calm down and go back to the. I just had the Donnie Darko one we did, you know? the 974 or whatever. Yeah, and it, it's been sitting there a while, and I cracked it. It was unbelievable. Well, that Evangelion one from a joint you gave yeah. me too was really, really good. That was still good. <laughs> yeah, like there was no real loss to it at all. But New Trail's getting some heat. not heat, but people are bummed because no Candy Hearts this year. Yeah, saw yeah. that. Yeah, everyone's yeah. they're heartbroken. They want their they want their <laughs> they want their candy hearts. They say why they're not doing it. No, I, I didn't read why. Just uh, get a regular one of their hazies and throw some yeah, candy sorry, hearts in at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a six pack and a bag of Skittles. I got a buddy that has a three year old can. If you really want to try that, yeah. <laughs> let's see how it ages. So. Yeah. So you said this one's the the biggest flagship. Do you have uh, what other ones you like are always on tap? Um. Another one that's always on tap is our backpack stash, which we're gonna be trying next. Uh, Buckstort Stout. Um, we also almost always feature a sour on tap. And okay. that, that rotates. Kind of rotate. Yep, we do a different sour release every month. Um, 
all fresh fruits. If it's grown in PA, we use PA ingredients. The lavender lemonade sour last Ooh. year, and the lavender actually came from the big lavender farm over near Pottsville. Oh, nice! Yeah, um, I can't remember the name of it. We've been there a bunch of times. They, yep. they have like a, they, used, they would have a, they have in the past few years, I think, because of COVID, but they have like a lavender festival yep. in like the fall. And there's usually like a wineries and breweries and stuff, and they have like a lavender lemonade wine and stuff. Yeah, that yep. sounds awesome. Awesome, man. So, yeah, let's, what's this, this next right. one we got going on? Next up, we're going to be doing Backpack Stash, which is a new year-round edition. It is a hazy pale ale. So this one's going to be tropical, juicy, citrusy. Uh, low ABV, 5%. So something that you can sip on all day long. Backpack stash. That reminds me, I need to get new hiking boots. <laughs> <laughs> this is the closest I get to the outdoors, is beers like this and New Trail. Well, it's like you're hiking when you drink it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I need to actually, I, get, I need to get this because we usually will do, me and my wife and my brother-in-law will do Appalachian hikes around here. And then we'll like, on our midpoint, we'll usually, we'll like carry some beers that with, uh, like I'll, I'll usually freeze one of my water bottles and like throw a few beers in the pack. Then by the time we get to uh, our get one spot, of those holsters. Yeah, <laughs> keep them in there. But uh, yeah, by the time we get to like our, our stop point or like our uh, midpoint for like a break, then we're ready to like, you know, crack a beer, have a snack and stuff, hang out for a little bit. Cause like down here on uh, from 501 to one, uh, 443 over in Pine Grove, like they, uh, the whole hike is along a ridge. So like no matter where, like there's a, and right in the middle, there's a really awesome stop that there's a rock you can walk out to and you see the entire valley. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's like it's a really cool, it's a really it sounds cool, fantastic. Um, like, boy, I want to do that. And then I think of bears and snakes and bobcats. That's why you bring Bigfoots and chupacabras, <laughs> and I go, I don't want to do that. I'll that's just, what your sidearms for. <laughs> just, just stay home, play video Dude, games. on the Appalachian, I'm more worried about other people than I am about uh, <laughs> any animals. Oh boy! Although the one of the funniest, like, and I want to do this one day, is that like. We've, every time we, we do it, we end up talking about it. We're like, I want to like, hike a section of the Appalachian dressed as like Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. <laughs> just where people walk by and we're like, we're the fellowship like walking through. <laughs> and this is the one you said you came from the, the, lav the, the lavender? No, no, no. no. This is, uh, that was uh, one of our sour series. Okay. Yeah, this is, you said this is, um, this is a new one. You said this is a new one? Or? Uh, yeah, we added it to our year-round lineup last year. We have a, uh, we call it our expiration Ooh. series. Um, small test batch series, and it did really well in that. There's a lot um, going on there. Yep, so I pushed good. for the development of a hazy year-round hazy, um, just because we didn't. It was something lacking in our portfolio. Yeah. So this is what they did. Uh, the the small test batch we did sold very well. Uh, put into year-round production. So I'm, it wasn't. I'm, I'm normally not a huge fan of like piney or floral, mm -hmm. but that it complements it really nicely. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't. We didn't take a hazy IPA and water it down. We built it from the ground up as a hazy pale. So yeah. it's going to have a little bit thicker body than some of the other hazy pales out there, a little bit more going on to it. I think hazy pales are too kind of underserved. Yeah, like everyone yeah. goes for the IPA, but the, the pale ale itself, like like the only one I can really think of right now was the Haze Charmer from Trogues besides this that's floating around at the moment. Uh, they just did, uh, was it Founders did All Day Haze. Yeah. Uh, New Trail just added Gearhead into their portfolio. Oh, yeah, because so, they're putting out their uh, variety pack. Well pack you know? yeah. yeah, that variety pack looks awesome. But, yeah, this uh, I, I like pale ales in general if I'm drinking a hoppier beer. Yeah. You know, I tend to gravitate more towards, like, a Sierra Nevada style. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That was just, one of the classics. Like, yep. Sierra, Sierra never lets you down. Low like, ABV, sessionable, yep. full of flavor. 
What is uh, what is the beer community and the beer like the camaraderie up in your area with all the different people are in your area? Like, what are breweries that are in your area, and what is the what is the relationship with everybody? So we uh, Williamsport has five breweries in it, um, and I mean I run into Rob from Neutral a lot working in the market. Him and I get along great. Um, we've known each other for quite a few years now. So, and it's the same with all the other reps that I interact with in the market. Um, Sly Fox, Evil Genius. I mean, we talk to each other during the day, you know, get, get hints and tips and tricks from each other. If I got a lead on something, pass it on to them. Same, they do the same thing. Nice. Um, I look at it as cooperation, not competition. Absolutely. That, so. and that's, that's something we try to put out there too. Like, that's why we say, oh, we collaborate with our podcast. We want to work with other people. Because if, if the people who are, if we're supporting their products, mm -hmm. why should we be at each other's throats to see who's the better podcast? And like, if the community that's making the product is working, willing to work together, then there's no reason that everybody else shouldn't either. You exactly. Know? Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of like equates like to not only the podcast and breweries too. Like, it's a lot of it's like being in a band. <laughs> like, yeah, I always yeah. bring back to this fact that like, there's always that band usually in the scene that like, they're a bunch of dickheads and think that they're like their shit don't stink or something like that but then all the rest of them like or and usually they're not even that good <laughs> but it um, works out <laughs> but then like for the most like you should all be working together yeah like, about when i was like younger and like the scene here around here like for all age and like hardcore and metal like it would we all work together like we would bring 500 people to the rollers yeah like of kids from all over the area and like we'd be we started bringing in bands from out of town making friends with them getting shows with them trading shows like that's how it should work and that's yep. how like it seemed a lot like i love seeing when i love seeing breweries doing collaborations or like even like i remember i saw recently trogues and i think it was uh Hidden River, they did a collab down at Hidden River, and just a bunch of random other brewery people just showed up to hang out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like it wasn't even like we're gonna like get in on this. It's just like, yo, what's going on, guys? What are we doing? Yep. Yeah. Then it just it's so cool to see that. Yeah. Last summer I did a event out in State College. It was six breweries, eighteen tap lines. I mean, and all the brewery reps minus me were out of the Pittsburgh area, so they, I mean, they work together every day anyway. That so Pittsburgh scene is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have their own little group chat. They they yeah. do their own thing over there. <laughs> that is definitely on a like once the weather breaks. I wanna we we, we have a, a guy that we were friends with who has a school bus. Like mm -hmm. he has all these buses and vans, and we wanna we wanna literally take people from the Skook, fill up a bus, drive to Pittsburgh, yep. go hang out for the day, and then come back home or oh, yeah. find somewhere to stay for the night or something. But but we like that's that's our goal is we want to bring we want to bring people business like obviously yeah. fill up a bus go to yep. a brewery and then hit like spots up there you go we're an hour from pit yeah Stop nice. in. <laughs> that's the only thing i miss about not working at Arcane Eagle anymore is i go out to pittsburgh for work and then hit up dancing home and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a cool sound like and even the content creators that are out of that area are just super cool everyone's so that's where the first in brew box is from right first in brew yeah. box fueled by hops they're all they're all yinzers yinzers yep. well i mean now that Dancing Gnomish shipping dollars. Oh, yeah, the shipping. So. Yeah. And, well, our, and our soon to be new friend, Jajagovs. Yeah, Jajagovs. <laughs> we'll talk to you, Jagovs. I love that name. We get East Coast versus West Coast PA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll load up on a bunch of East Coast beers and drive out to the. It's just going to be all Chetty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, do they make anything else out here? It's just Chetty, right? So, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Just that's cherries. Like, yeah. no, we have no other beers here, just cherry. <laughs> we like to make it like that. But. Open up a bar and every tap is just cherry. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like, we always like it. Whenever someone asks about Yingling and stuff that around here, and 
like I very rarely see Chesterfield out of this area. Yeah, it, it's sort of like a rare like unicorn occasionally. Like I think there was there's some bar in Philly that has it, but like it's very rare to see it. So like when people ask about. Like, oh, if Lager's your only reference to Yingling, it's like, yo, you got to try Chetty. Yeah. Yeah. And then when yeah. I tell people new, I'm like, you're either going to love this or you're going to hate it. <laughs> yep. A lot of people like the black and tan, too. The black and tan's we, good. We, we kind of made our own version of a black and tan. Right. Uh, we, it's called the Lord's Kiss. Oh, okay. Where you make a black and tan with Chetty, with Chetty. And, and the Hershey chocolate porter. Nice. Yeah, nice. that's our... Well, actually, uh, the wooden keg over in uh, St. Clair, they do a, the, the Dark Lord. It's a Chesterfield Guinness Black Oh, there we go. Yeah. That, that sounds good. It's yeah, fantastic. That does sound good. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're like, one day they'll listen to us and let us, <laughs> the hometown boys, on another, other yeah. stuff. God, I hope yeah, one day. Yeah, um, 16-ounce cans. Yeah, the, uh, bring like back the, the bar. Like, I think Yingling's Porter and the Chest Chetty are definitely underrated. Yeah. Yeah. What you got about this beer, Bob? Uh... This is called the uh, Backpack Stash, uh, again from the North Country Brewing Company of Slippery Rock, PA. Uh, it's classified as an American Pale Ale, uh, coming in at ABV of 5%. Uh, it's been checked in 721 times, where it averages a 3.81. Uh, I have two friend check-ins for this with no highlights, unfortunately. Uh, it averages a 3.63 amongst my friends. Um, the write-up, again, this is a small one, but um, <clears throat> this unfiltered pale ale was brewed with late additions of Centennial, Citra, and Simcoe hops, citrus and floral notes. I was going to save um, some time, Bob. It's all in the cans. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the flavor profile is light, hazy, floral, soft, and piney. But, uh, and, dude, um, this is another, yeah, like, all these are bangers, like... Again, uh, this is uh, again. This is one of the few times I can honestly say I agree that uh, I would consider it floral. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I get that in the aroma, and I get it on the back end when it's in my mouth. And the pineiness is there, but it's not like overpowering. Like it's not like a West Coast piney. It's like in that. It's just such a, another crushable dude. I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> another good thing here. I just checked uh, can can dates on the bottom. Oh yeah. yeah. So for a while here, before we had places like this, we we, we relied heavily on distribution because mm -hmm. we didn't have breweries in our area for a very long time, and we didn't know how long some of them were sitting on shelves. So yep. we would have them on the show. And we're like, this is terrible, and the people would message like, what? I'm like, it was not. Mm -hmm. And then we. But we're like, well, we can't tell how long it's been sitting at the distributor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So it's, I, we do like that too. That's something we always kind of look for. Yeah, and I think sometimes that's unfortunately a product of the distributor of the distributor too. Yeah. So, so remember, I got a, uh, I got a four pack of uh, double citrus from Funk up at the keg stand in Monterey City on my way home from work, and I love double citrus. And I got home and I poured it. I'm like, it doesn't look like double citrus. <laughs> yeah. It was like brown. I'm like. Uh, maybe, maybe something that I dreamt. It was just a malt bomb. I'm like, there's no date on the can, though, so I don't know where it came from. Brett made it right, though. He, like, he hooked me up. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That could have been sitting in, like, a shelf in Shangies for, like, two years before. Like, oh, throw that up for the keg stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. You absolutely never but, know. But, uh, yeah, because yesterday, uh, actually, was it yesterday? It was yesterday or the day before. My, so my brother gave me uh, the remnants of a 12-pack of a Deschutes Hazy IPA. Just because he doesn't really drink. He bought it for something. And I don't know when he bought it, but I poured it and I took a sip of it. And I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? I looked at the can. It was like August 2020. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> it's like a year and a half old. I'm like, all right, that explains it. Yeah. So because unfortunately, you know, the IPAs, you know, kind of break down with yep. the hops and stuff. But no, this is another fantastic one, man. Jim. Thank you. And that's part of my job in the market is to when I go into a distributor, if I see beer that's getting a little long in the tooth on the shelf or something. You need beer, Steve? Take a look at which one it is. 
Oh, this we're, one we're is on the, the We're on the backpack stash. Yeah. Fire. Had that too many times to count. Firehouse <laughs> is where it's at. The firehouse. We have the firehouse and the Jagoff. Yeah. The Jagoff we put on tap right yep. now. No, like gave down that the street. to the yep. street to put on tap. Yep. Steve, what kind of specials you got? What you got coming on up lately? Uh, we got a falafel panini tonight. Uh, barbecue chicken quesadilla tonight. Wednesday's draft night. $4 drafts, $2 domestics, so you can try any of the North Country shit for two buck, uh, $4. Nice. Nice. Will that pick all that up? Probably. Well, right. if, not, <laughs> if, not, if not, if not. If not, yeah. we have the other mic if you want to sit down with us at all at some point. I yeah. got to get some stuff done. Yeah. yeah. Today is not a normal day. <laughs> no Thank worries. You, but yeah, stop out, Little Brown Barrel. Thanks again, Steve, having us out again. Uh, let us take over a space here and uh, talk to Scott and hooking us up with North Country. I feel bad. He's been begging us for this forever, and we've been like so busy because we yeah. the shows. <laughs> But we're back in action. Like I said, uh, if you guys have been following the podcast for at least the last few weeks or so, we got a lot of st- cool stuff cooking up for the new year. Uh, one, Scott, we're actually we're going to brew our own beer first. Oh, nice. So I'm gonna, Very I, nice. I've dabbled in home I'm going to watch them do it. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to help. I'm going to pet dogs and drink. 90% of brewing is just standing around waiting. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> when I was hired on, they had me do a brew cycle out at the brewery. And... Um, it was mostly me just following around the, the guy that knew what he was doing. Yeah. He's like, what does that button do? Don't touch that button. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, I'm going to watch you, Jeff. Do you need the stick? Do you need the yeah, stick? That's, that's what I did for a day. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah, I've dabbled. I've done a few, uh, I did a few extract kits, and then uh, I did a few all-grain stuff, five-gallon. But it's hard to do five gallons, especially when then you ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going we're gonna to go back. I bought some stuff. We're going to do a one-gallon batch. I think we're going to do an ESB for our first beer. Oh, very nice. An extra yeah. special bitter. Yeah, no, I... Uh, it's basically a British pale ale. Yep. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So. Yeah, I had an excellent <laughs> one, uh, Roundback Brewing. Um, they're just getting, trying to get up and running up in Danville. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, so, another brewery in Danville. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yep, over uh, Rita Maloney building. Oh, okay, awesome. So... Do want to add to uh, Old Forge and Rock God up there? Yep, yep. Oh, let's well, crack our next one. Here. Yeah, what we got next year? Yeah, right. uh, Rock God's cool because like, their uh, flight paddles look like Dimebag's guitar. <laughs> like it's shaped like a oh, really? yeah. I actually got to play Dimebag's guitar. You we recorded at a studio. Um, That's right, you were a musician, but we did talk yeah, about that. That yeah. is sick. Which one was it? Um, Third Sky Studio, I believe. No, the, oh, the guitar. guitar. <laughs> I don't know, there were, there were three of them. Oh. Uh, there was the Trend Kill guitar with the belt buckle scratches on the back hanging oh, on the wall. Man. And there were two of his guitars sitting on stands, and he's like, yeah, you guys can just play with those oh, if you want. So jealous. So that is like, amazing. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. What's the, what's the name of your band? Uh, I haven't been in one for quite a few years. That one was the Hidden Agenda. Hidden Agenda? Yep. So we played down in this region quite a bit. Uh, played with a few bands down in this area. We always Ooh, love coming is. down to the There's no light pour on this one. Now, spoiler, I've had this one. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I had your a variant that yes, you did for we the did a pin. Here, yeah. yep, we did a pin of that one this right here. This is the Buck Snort Stout. It's funny because the day that you were down here, what was that, in December, I think? It was uh, December, November. November. I think it's November. The day you were here, so my wife was away on they went a girls' trip, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go to Little Brown Barrel. It's their freaking Friday. I can finally actually get to it. Gonna grab something to eat. And the whole day, I'm like, I stopped at the craft house, and I'm like, you know what? I really want a good stout. Like, I don't want a pastry stout. I don't want an imperial. I just want a good dry stout. Mm-hmm. And I happened in here that night, and guess what I found? <laughs> <laughs> and off the races. Another another impressive one here. Yep. Yeah. So this is our Buckstar Stout year-round offering. 
Um, this has uh, been around since the beginning of the brewery as well, 7% ABV. When did the brewery start? 05. 2005. Yeah, 2005, so. The year I graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. A year after I graduated. Yep, same year. <laughs> Four years after I graduated. <laughs> and the boss is going to be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ross, like, he's doing the math. <laughs> uh, so, that, so that was the year I turned 40. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet. What we got, Bob? Uh, Buck Snort Stout from North Country Brewing Company, a Slippery Rock PA, classified as a uh, stout other. Not, not a um, Tony uh, it comes in at uh, 7% on the ABV and it's listed at 66 IBUs. Uh, again, another short write up. Oh, hang on, I'm sorry. It's been checked in 10.5 thousand times where it averages a 3.6. <laughs> Uh, no highlights again, but I have 17 friend check-ins, and it averages a 3.56 there. So, uh, guaranteed to straighten your antlers and warm your dough. <laughs> this West Coast style of stout is one of McIntyre's favorites, and the flavor profile is listed as dark, roasty, smooth, Tony's favorite coffee, and hoppy. Dude, this this is exactly what I wanted for a stout. It's not thick yeah. at all. It, no, it, it's, really, it's, it's really it's uh, really it's really smooth. It's like I get the hop character, the coffiness, the chocolate. Oh, it, this is a fantastic stout. Yeah. It's exactly what like I love a good dry stout. And like I said, there's so many pastries and all crazy adjunct stouts yep. out there. It's like I don't want the chocolate marshmallow graham cracker s'more stout today. I want a stout stout. It's for me. It's not overly coffee. Really? No, it's not. Wow. But the uh, dude, fantastic. So, with the, what's your favorite beer that you've got? Oh man, uh, that kind of changes. Does it rotate a little mood. bit? Yeah, yeah. It depends. Yeah, it feeling. honestly depends on what I'm doing. If you I'm, see how respectful I'm being? I'm using a different cup each time. Yeah, that's what I'm doing yeah. too. Yeah. That's why. That's why he gave us a different cup each time. <laughs> um, we just cross contaminate. Oh yeah. yeah. See that? Oh, that drives me crazy. Well, yeah, I, that drives me crazy. When, when, when I'm we have a savage. Show. I pour <laughs> sour right into an ale glass. Oh, no. Yeah, he's there's something wrong with him. But like, when I think Billy, I and I think well, we'll usually rinse our glasses out. No, I don't. Yeah. I just, I just we, have, we keep the we have like the four ounce tasters that mm -hmm. we do when we actually do the show. So like we keep two each, and then like I always have a water bottle. Yeah. So like I'll rinse it out before I end up adding something new to it. So Tony just like nap. Nah. No, I just, <laughs> just raw dogging it. Yeah, I just yeah. go up a dirty, dirty beer. Yeah, well, what, all right, so they rotate. What's your favorite right now? Uh, I'm gonna say Catherine the Great right now, just because it's the time of year for that. Um, Russian Imperial Stout, Ooh, big heavy nice. beer, uh, not boozy on the flavor, but it's nine percent. So yeah, one or two of those will warm you up. Yeah, that, yeah it's not like, I don't, like, not to, to, to fault anybody. I don't know how people can drink heavy stouts in the summer. <laughs> My girlfriend drinks Bucksnort year round. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, this is light enough though that I think it could. Yeah, yeah. But, like, there's some of those heavy, thick stouts that, like, if I had that in like July, I'd be like, oh, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's just a nice, like, it's a nice, comforting, like, winter night. Cracking open a nice stout, watching a movie, sitting there in a nice warm warmth when it's like eight degrees out. <laughs> Hell yeah! You need to one day you'll appreciate them, Tony. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't like sours at first, and I beat myself up into liking them. There you so go. Who knows? What's maybe. What's the thing about this one, Bob? Uh, I like this. Uh, the, the, I get it's a little sweet at first. Uh, the coffee comes in. Uh, I get a little bit of chocolate with it too. Yeah, I get yeah. the chocolate um, like on the front, uh, and I get the coffee on the back. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, a dry finish, which is one of the things I love the most. Uh, it's delicious. What are you thinking, Billy? I like it. It's good. Uh, yeah, all the same. Like it's light enough, but you can still tell it's a stout. Yeah. So you can have a couple of them. 
Yeah, it goes down smooth enough. It goes too full. Yep. What was the variant you had here again? Uh, that uh, was different. Dry I can't hop, citra dry, dry hop. Citra dry yeah, hop. Yeah, that was hop. that was fantastic. I had real strong uh, grapefruit notes on it. Okay. Which kind of made it more of like a hoppy style almost, yeah, which it was, was nice. It was a little different. It was amazing. Like, uh, it was one of them, like, like, it was funny. It was like kismet because, like, literally, I'm like, like I said already, that's what I was looking for that night. Yep. It just happened up and I'm like, here it is. So, yeah. it's fucking sweet. I love the can art. I think it's, uh, it's, when I say that, I'm not saying to be me, like disrespectful, but it's simple and it gets yeah. the job done. Like, yeah, we just did a whole rebrand uh, this past year, so these are all our new labels. Um, I really like it. Yeah. yeah. Like that Firehouse Red, that font, the way the, the I would wear that on a shirt. Like yeah. I, I would rock that on a yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, well, we sent our photographer to uh, Station 33, so that's their turnout gear at the Fire Hall. Nice. Nice. Yeah, like all the, like, super simple. Like sometimes, some places go overboard with their can art too, and like, mm -hmm. I feel bad like throwing it away then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we had that one from, what was it? What was the one we had last week on the show that like it froze and we ended up Crushing the can. Oh, it's uh, oh. uh, KCBC. KCBC, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the can, the art one was insane. But like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. oh, we just ruined this fucker. That <laughs> <laughs> would get destroyed. Sometimes, and the cool thing we do on the show, too, is if it's their peel-offs, mm -hmm. we'll peel them off, and then we have, like, a 10-foot-long podcast oh, with, like, nice. all sticker bombs, yeah. Yeah. and we'll add labels to the, the table. Add them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, uh, so what, what are, what's your, besides, like, the, the Firehouse Red, what, what do you see selling the biggest, like, let's say out of the area of the brewery? Bucksnort. In this Bucksnort. area, Bucksnort has definitely been one of my stronger uh, offerings that we have, and our sour series. Nice. I mean, our sours are huge. If if you have the right clientele for a sour, um, places eat them up. Nice. So. Yeah, they've been they've been like huge. Well, obviously, we're gonna try some of them mm -hmm. here soon. We get an idea what they're like. But um, some like this is one like you guys look more like a classic sour you're looking at the crazy fruit adjuncts like a jamba or like smoothie type or do you we do we do a kettle soured wheat ale okay. um and then we condition it on fresh fruit and various other adjuncts so we just released a uh, plum cinnamon honey tea which went to a local tea shop in pittsburgh got a cinnamon plum cinnamon tea and conditioned it on that uh, nice. as well as a plum puree oh that's awesome so it just you know, there's fruit in and all, but they're they're light body, they're light drinking, they're yeah. not smoothie sours. Yeah, yeah like yeah. some of them I think get a little overboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah. gotta chew this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We do a blueberry cobbler. It is fresh blueberries from PA. I mean, cinnamon, vanilla, graham cracker. Awesome. It's a dessert sour, and it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So that'll be coming out here in uh, March, April. Nice. Cool. All right, what's our next one up? Uh, we have Catherine the Great. Another stout. We'll get this out of the way for you. All right. <laughs> This is where I back to our other conversation of people rating beers poorly because they don't like it. Tony can at least Tony can appreciate it, but it's yeah. not as I, not like as bad. when they tell me they really really like a stout. I can tell, I guess, like just from drinking it, like okay, I can see what they would like about mm -hmm. it. But to me, once once my taste buds get a little bit of that coffee, it's it's a it's it's yep. a turn off, you know. I don't know how you don't like. Something wrong with it, man. So, my mom's a coffee drinker. And she used to leave old cups out. And I think like my buddies were all over one day and there was a cup, like old cup sitting in the bathroom. Like my mom was getting ready for work and it sat like there all day long. And my buddy like, we're idiots, we're young. And I, I was dared to chug it. Oh. And I chugged an old coffee cup that sat there since like in the morning. That's so you're a version of coffee? And it just, it, like. Well the problem too is it's probably like fucking Maxwell House or something. 
Probably. <laughs> I don't know. But it, it ruined me forever. Like, the, the taste of coffee, I just never got Dude, over Dude, once that. you have real good coffee, oh, and especially, I'm a like, tea drinker. French, I like tea. I love tea, though, too. Yeah. But, like, French press, like, there's some coffees that'll change your life when you mm -hmm. do it the right way. Like, yeah. there's a uh, Square One Coffee Roasters down in Lancaster. They do, they do a lot of single origin, but their roasts are insane. And then you'll get one of their light body ones. It's like citrusy and stuff. Oh. But like caffeine doesn't do anything for me. Like so coffee, like drinking a coffee in the morning to get yourself going, does nothing for like I could drink a Red Bull and go to sleep. Like caffeine like caffeine has no effect. I used to be like that. But, I, but that's one of the things that I think is goofy about Red Bull. Like I went through a phase at work when I first when, after I got out of the service when I started working night shift. Um, and uh, uh, you get that two or three o'clock in the morning. And, oh my God, I, I I need to sleep. And I would uh, start drinking uh, energy drinks. Ooh, and um, um, if you're physical and you're active and you're doing something that makes your body metabolize all that the three thousand percent of vitamin B12 or whatever, yeah. it's a, a, it really does its job. Yeah. But if you're sitting at a desk and you're typing, yeah, forget it, man. That's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. just going right to your bladder. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's it out. That's like I said, like if I drink one and I'm actively doing something, I can feel the energy, but I can drink one on, on the couch and just pass out. See, yeah. I think with, I think with my ADD, I think I drink an energy drink and it calms me down. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a counteractor, yeah. What you got there, Bob? What's on the description on this one? Uh, this one's called Catherine the Great. Um, also again, uh, from our, our host today, the North Country Brewing Company of Slippery Rock, PA. It's classified as a Russian Imperial Stout, and it comes in at 9% uh, on the ABVs. Um, it's been checked in 975 times, where it averages a 3.91. Uh, again, no highlights, but I have one friend check-in where it has a 3.5. And uh, another short and to-the-point description. Full-bodied with a velvety smooth texture, Catherine the Great is jet black with notes of dark chocolate and coffee. The uh, flavor profile is listed as smooth, dark, strong, heavy, and thin. And <laughs> <laughs> you get you get dark chocolate. Yeah, because yeah. I, I normally every time they say it's chocolate, I get roasty. I get coffee. I actually taste the chocolate. No, I get the real dark yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Honestly, this one I don't. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not getting a lot of the coffee on this one. Neither it's, am I. It's, it's, I'm also not getting the nine percent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the dangerous part about this. One. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did this uh, beer festival out in Altoona last weekend. This was my top poured beer. Um, we also started blending it with the banana foster sour. Ooh, ooh. A little chocolate covered banana Shit, action. So if you guys save this. a little bit of those things. I think we're yeah, going to save a little bit. Yeah, we're going to try like actually uh, pushing uh, the, the limits to the chocolate. And it's actually almost reminiscent of fudge. It's, yeah, uh, like, dude, this actually, this tastes like I, like the aftertaste, once it sits in your mouth, it'll like, it literally tastes like I just had like a dark chocolate. Yeah, piece. like that. that a piece of dark, like yeah. dumb chocolate or something. Yeah. Yeah, last year uh, we got a cease and desist on the label for this can. Oh, yeah. So we weren't able to sell the cans and they were sitting in our warehouse. So every time I go out to the brewery. With the, I, with the same label? No, different label this year. What um, was the label that got you in trouble? Uh, something to do with the Russian Orthodox Church. Did you get a cease and desist? <laughs> really? The church so, came out. Yeah, here. yeah. But, you know, it's cool. It's cool for a craft beer to get a C&D. Yeah, dude, that's, that's like uh, the... That's so I'm, hard. I'm yeah. scrolling yeah. back <laughs> to the history to find the old label. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so the, the cans were just sitting in our warehouse, couldn't sell them. We'd use them for events and stuff. But I'd score a case every time I could because, I mean, it had been steeping for 8, 9, 10, 12 months. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and that beer steeped for that long. Yep, there it is. Or, no, that's the old, old label. So oh, there's, there's one in between. One. Yeah, yeah. This one? No, that's yes. the current one. Nope, that's it. 
Is that it? No, that's it. Yeah, oh, really? It's a brick building. But yeah, Yo, the, this uh, looks like St. What? St. Nick's here yeah. in Myersville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that at, in, in my backyard. Yeah. I look up at <laughs> where, uh, where does the name Kathleen the Great come from? Uh, Kathleen the Great, it, it was named. Russian ruler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob, you have a history lesson here? <laughs> a, a little bit, of, if I recall correctly. Uh, um, she was actually married to the Tsar. She was German. And uh, when the Tsar died, um, she consolidated all the power and she ruled as the Tsarina on her own, even though she wasn't even Russian. Oh, wow. And, um, That's why we pay Bob the big bucks. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember if that was the 16 or the 1700s, but uh, uh, very influential. Obviously, she ruled for a long time. Um, um, for that period in Russian history, uh, she brought a lot of what were then uh, new Western influences in, uh, kind of modernized them a little bit. Cool. There we go. There it is. I like that there's a Russian imperial style. I scored this one. And then there's the Russian Imperial, the Rasputin, old Rasputin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rasputin was—he was a—he was a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna set this off to the side to save that for. There's more right now. We have a we have a we have a can here. Yeah, I know, but I only had some egg rolls right now. And I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So. Do you, uh, is there any specific styles? So in your, in your travels to, so what areas exactly do you cover with this? I know we talked about it briefly, but like let's say key marks of where your your current territory is with uh, North Country. Uh, Williamsport Market, obviously, yeah. um, down here in Skook. Um, so all the way up to the New York border. Okay. Potter, Tioga, uh, Bradford counties, across to Warren County. Okay. And then down to Bedford County, and all that right on the southern border of PA. Okay. So uh, Altoona State College, those are you know St. Mary's is a bigger market for well, us. You get around. Yeah, yeah I, you got, you got. I get a little road time. <laughs> what uh, what do you see selling the most in? Like what what what's your biggest market? Let's say that. I would say mid-state beverage area. Mid so the this territory. Okay. Um, kind of the easternmost part of where we cover right now. Nice, and is, uh, um, Buck, you said Buckstorm's your biggest seller yeah. usually? Yep. Okay. Now for the brewery, it'd be Pittsburgh, obviously. Yeah. And Firehouse is the, uh, Still, that's the that's king. That's the bigger? Yeah, that's the king. Nice. They'll send out, you know, four, five, six pallets of that at a time to our wholesaler there, you know, every week. Awesome, nice. So what's this next one we got coming up here? All right, next up is Traverse, part of our sour series. This is a milkshake sour, uh, vanilla and strawberry. That sounds fantastic. So this is uh, this is relatively new, I take it. Uh, newer. We did it last year. In the past two years, we've done this one. It smells like a pop tart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, our sours are more tart, not mouth puckering, so less like a warhead. They'll get you back here. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get those like sours that like take your breath away, and then those ones that are sours are like this isn't even sour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I think, uh, like I said, we're gonna do an ESB, I think, for our first beer, but I think I wanna do a Berliner Weiss then. Listen, man, you, I'm gonna bring out my- You're, uh, you're putting the cast in it. You make whatever you want. I'll just, sit, <laughs> I'll I'll gonna, just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna, I'll bring back my, my I, want, I made a mint lime wheat beer a bunch of years ago that I called Mojito. <laughs> 
And it came out fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. I'm like, I'm just this is a stupid name. I'm gonna call it Mojito. Nice. I like it. And um, it came out fantastic. And then uh, I tried to redo it, and I guess I didn't have my recipe right. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah. What, but, were the, what were the what were these started? The ABVs on the two stouts. Now, the first one was what five I think as it was well. Seven, seven, seven and nine. nine. Seven and nine. Yep. Yeah. So you're staying like in the in the in like comfortable drink all day territory. Yeah. You're not you're not pushing at least what we had, you're not pushing any thirteens, fifteens, anything huge. Yeah, some of our uh trail series, which I don't have with me today, those are uh, all named after Pennsylvania Trails. Yeah. Oh nice. Um but they are double hazy IPAs. So they're gonna be pushing, you know, your 11, 12, 13s. Um, wow. our barley wine, that's gonna be a bit bigger. But cat uh, and our Imperial Firehouse. We do an imperialized firehouse red every year as well. Oh, Ooh, I would love to try that. This, that uh, will be coming out around February. Does this that get is... distributed? Yes, that okay, will be cool. in this Billy? area for distribution. I'll save it for again. <laughs> this is this is really really. This good. smells like mm-hmm. it smells like a like a, I said a pop tart, but like a like you put a toaster strudel in the oven or in the microwave yep. or what, what do you put in a toaster? A toaster. Shit, dude, that's what that nine percenter does before that. And yeah. microwave strudel. Yep. Light sweetness. Wow. You get a little bit of yeah. that from the lactose. Um, Almost but nice and refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. But the lactose isn't like... It's, uh, not, you, it's not milky. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It, it almost drinks like a... It's It borders like a sour, a cider, and like a, it, it, like a wine almost. It kind of yeah. like that, that strawberry kind of almost has like a... I don't want to like t- take it down, but like it reminds me like a Boone's Farm a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's, a good Boone's Farm. But it's, it's that's the drinkability of it. Yeah. yeah it, now this it, is it, it drink it drinks like a wine cooler or a Boone's Farm, yeah. but it but the taste is so strong. That strawberry yeah. vanilla is it, amazing. It, it tastes so fl- fresh too. Like it's like. I wish Heidi was here because Heidi hates all beers. Yeah. Like I feel like if she tried this, she would drink this. Rich would love this one. Yeah. Yeah. I when I'm doing samplings and stuff to uh, different accounts, distributors, all that. I have people that walk in. It's like I don't drink beer. I drink wine. I was well. Try, try this. Try, try a sip of this Traverse, and they end up buying a four pack because it's mm-hmm. not. It, it breaks their expectations. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to come off sexist here, but this one's definitely for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I would drink it as well. Yeah. No, this, this is. But like, this is you one can, you you can straight up throw an umbrella in that, and I'll still drink it. Yeah. But yeah. One one thing, like everything that we've had so far that you brought to us, like it's all balanced very nicely. Like there's no like. It's heavy in this, or it's like, because there's a lot of beers with lactose in it that you already know there's lactose in it. Like, I honestly feel like it ruins it sometimes. You're going to be pooping yourself later. Yeah, (laughs) like, but like, they're just, or like, it's just, I feel like sometimes, I don't, when the lact, some, some breweries that you like heavily use lactose, I feel like it makes a lot of their beers taste the same too. Yeah. Like, no matter what it is, like, they could, could be a completely different beer, and I'm like, this still tastes like that brewery. Yeah. But not in necessarily a good way, but. Everything you, everything here has been so well balanced, and like the flavor, like the strawberry vanilla. Yeah, that's that's like where there's multiple ingredients listed. Uh, For the most part here, every single one of them, uh, I've been able to pull out each individual one that they list. Without without coming and ever having your food or knowing the atmosphere or anything that's going on at your building, just from having your beers in general. This is a your your spot will be somebody that would bring a a someone new to the craft beer scene too. Yeah, because I think you guys have that good stepping stone introduction to craft beer. Yep. But you do it really really well. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, we like I said, we call our beers accessible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are there boozier, bigger adjuncts in Russian Imperials, absolutely. But I feel but, like I feel like that sometimes if that's all your place does, yeah, 
it, it almost like turns people off to the to the it's industry. Like a boutique. Yeah. yeah, because it's like this is what you expect all the time now. Like it yeah. is okay to yeah, make. See, like, I, I like to say I don't mind a trip to the dessert bar once in a while, but I, I, I want my bread and beef every yeah, day. Yeah, I want my steak and mashed potatoes, and that's what the, that's what you guys are doing. You're yeah. the steak and mashed potato. Like you're yeah. the, you're a blue collar like a blue collar brewery. Like we don't making... feature any. I mean, our sours, yes, a little bit, but as far as hype goes, we don't really have a whole lot of hype products or hype beers yeah it's just well balanced good be drinkable beers yeah so availability wise so your are your 12 ounces they typically come in six packs yes so your we four, your 16s and fours yep yep so uh six packs for the 12s uh four packs for the 16s and we just introduced a 15 pack variety pack oh, that, oh. which will feature the first four beers we tried jagoff firehouse bucksnort and backpack Nice. And a fifth one, which is a brewer's choice. Nice. So that that, rotate that's actually something I posted recently in our community page on Facebook. So um, go out there. Like, there's been a lot of people been like starting to finally contribute to it and you know talk about beers and everything. But one of my favorite things I used to do was go to like before craft beer was so huge as it is mm -hmm. now. So like let's say ten years ago, like I mean it was obviously around, not to the extent it now is. Or, and like, because obviously, even then, too, like, breweries weren't particularly distributing or anything. You had to go there to get it. And you, you, you had to buy it, you had to get a case to try one beer. Yeah, yeah. so like, my favorite thing is to do it, like, go to Brewer's Outlet in Pottsville and what varieties we got. Yep. So, like, I'm like, okay, let's grab that, let's grab that, because I want to try them all. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to try a bunch of beers, because, like, buying a whole, and this is before, like, PA, because that was, that was in that time when the arbitrary bullshit PLCB law of you can't buy six packs of shit. So it'd be like, all right, you can't buy this six pack. You can only buy a full case of it. So now it's like, you're buying a case. If you haven't had it, it's now a gamble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like when there's a variety pack, I'm like, all right, there's gotta be at least one good beer in there. Well, yeah. the nice thing about our variety pack is it's a true variety. I mean, there's five completely different styles of beer. Yeah, there. and that's what I really like. So when you have some friends over or something like that, you can pick up one variety pack. You have uh, an American Just, Light Lager for somebody that drinks Miller Light. Yep. Yeah. Or Light. Yeah, it's, and then maybe a, that friend might be like, yo, what's that you got yeah, there in that backpack? Yeah. That yep. backpack stash. So it's but a yeah. true variety pack with five completely different styles. And that'll be available... Yeah, it's available now. Oh, um, Craft House. I mean, they can Do get it. You got it yet? They I don't think they got it, it yet. Yeah, but. I was going to say, I haven't made it down here to uh, let them know. Right, well, there you go. I'm letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, all right so you. with these guys, with you guys, New Trail. Like, I love the New Trail uh, collaboration ones they were mm -hmm. doing, too. They were fantastic. And um, But like I said, I love that variety coming out and being yeah. able to get this thing care of. Yeah, and anytime, if, if, if you're on Facebook or use it, uh, the, the Bang & Beers fan page or community page, whatever yeah, it comes up coming, as. If you want to uh, join up, share, promote, let share us know your stuff in there. Yeah, absolutely. Let people know like, wh where they can get it in the area. And absolutely. We have over 1,000 people in the group. We're nice. just trying to get the interaction going. Yep. People are there and they yep. watch and they interact. They, yeah, they we've got a lot of lurkers, not a yeah. lot of contributors, but it's been growing. Yeah. I've noticed lately over the past few it's weeks. It's like a karaoke like, bar. If, yeah. if one person goes up and sings, more people start. Oh, I'm always up at a karaoke bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. We're going to do some meatloaf, I guess, now. Yeah, RIP. Yeah. RIP yeah. meatloaf. And Louie Anderson. Yeah, and Louie Louis Anderson. Anderson. I listened to Meatloaf the entire way down here today. Uh, <laughs> remember Life with Louie? Oh, dude. The cartoon? Mm -hmm. Our, no, the other one was Life with Louie and then. We don't want to watch Bobby's World. Yeah, yeah. 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 Life of is hilarious. Yeah. And then uh, like, I still love the freaking coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like now I'm on counter. Next I'll go to Fries. <laughs> so good. Well, I've been playing the Mom on Baskets. Yeah, I heard. Ba <laughs> I, I need a Baskets has been on my like watch list. So um, it's like, it's like, a good well, show. I heard it's amazing. Yeah. And Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. 
That's unbelievable. Right. I like that. Right. Yeah, what do we got, Bob? The uh, <clears throat> Sour Series Traverse Strawberry Vanilla, again, uh, from our host, uh, North Country Brewing Company of uh, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Uh, this is classified as a uh, sour other. Uh, it comes in at uh, 5% on the ABV scale. Uh, it's been checked in 32 times. That's under your 100 check-in list. Yeah, that's it's making the list. There, yeah. That's, um, actually, I hit another milestone today. I'll come back to that. Nice. Um, uh, it averages a 4.01 from the total check-ins. Uh, I have one friend check-in where it averages, a, it's probably someone sitting here. Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't check beforehand, but uh, 4.25 on the friend check-in. Um, get another relatively short write-up, but uh, we'll get right into that. Milkshake-style sour brewed with lactose, heaping amounts of vanilla, and conditioned atop strawberry puree and flavor. Dry hop with Belma. Uh, the flavor profile is listed as fruity, aromatic, light, tart, and strawberry. And that hit every nail right on the head. Yeah, absolutely. Opinion. That, that is, uh, this isn't easy drinker. So guys, do yourself a favor. Take some of that Catherine the Great and pour it in with this, and it's like a chocolate. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the banana. No, do them both, man. You know, you got I plenty have, of cups. We got more cups. another one. I can see myself on the swing on the we back porch with this after doing the lawn. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We got more cups, dude. It's like a chocolate-covered strawberry. And I, I love really, those I really beers that you do that kind of stuff. Yeah, with. the blending and all that. It drives, are, it drives our brewers crazy. They mm. hate it because, you know... Why would oh, you want to ruin my beer? Yeah. <laughs> but as far as I'm concerned, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for so, fun uh, flavors. You gotta get fun sometimes. Yeah. Like, that's really good. I want I want higher on the, the sour or less on the stout, but yeah. that's really good. Yeah, dude, it's like chocolate and strawberry. I wasn't paying attention, so I didn't notice it until after the fact, but this was login number 8,000. Oh. oh. There you go, you jack I'm fucking killing There you go. Uh, ask Bob how many times he's checked in Yingling Lager. How many times? What are you up to, Bob? Uh, yeah. 680. <laughs> <laughs> he, nice. he wants to be the king of the lager. The king of lager, yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. So, um, have you noticed any styles in your market that have been, people have been like starting to like not buy or they're like kind of gravitate away from lately or is it just kind of stayed steady? I mean, it stays fairly steady. You got your hazies are always, you know, they're always going to sell well, but I know that. Realized, I told him he could leave it on. It's going to be easier to sync up. But I'm going to be hearing, when I go back and edit this, I have to edit out Bill pissing. <laughs> He's using the urinal. He should be all right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I'm going to sound bit that. That's going to be our intro. Be our outro. Our outro. You'll think it's a beer pouring. <laughs> yeah. our, our, our show outro is going to be oh, Bill taking a piss. At the little brown barrel. Oh, yes. man. All right, but yeah, do you see Sorry. any ones that are like uh, trending down at all or people starting to gravitate toward other things? I mean, uh, I do see more modern West Coast IPAs, I guess you could call them, coming around. That's becoming more of a thing. I think people that's, are going more towards the bitter malt Yeah, coffee. that's actually something I'm very happy about. Yeah. Like, I love, like, all after all the hazies and everything, like I said, they're fantastic. Like, I started looking for, like, a good, crisp, piney, mm -hmm. West Coast-style IPA. Yeah, I think that's something that's funny, too, is, uh, you know, because uh, beer's made from malt, and uh, that was one of the things that fueled the IPA craze, is it was uh, people wanted beer that didn't taste malty, which, to me, is, like, backwards, because that's what beer's made from, yep, is yep. malt. And the, the, the loop has gone full circle, and it's, they're, they're actually intentionally making malty IPAs now. Yep. I'm obsessed with the cream ales, like the Jennies. Like when yes. people start doing those cream ales, I want a peach cream ale in the worst way. 
That does sound delightful. Yes. I feel like I've seen one someone's putting out. Like a, a peach, a, like a, a cream ale style, but with little peach adjuncts yeah. in there. Yeah. That's my, if I ever were to collaborate and say, what do you want? That would be my bucket list the, right Yeah, there. I saw our New York friends with uh, yeah. cream ales. We did uh, a cream ale. And I'd call it Jenna. <laughs> Jenna. Because <laughs> he's from Georgia, Georgia yeah. Peach. Jenna, see, it all writes itself. There you go. We <laughs> well, save that TM. You didn't, no one <laughs> can steal you, that. You jack off someone. Well, you <laughs> has a Murray. <laughs> You can't take Jenna and you can't take Mosquito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a cream ale called uh, For the People that we killed off last year. Um, just finishing it up. It's uh, just, we didn't want to jag off and cream ale to cannibalize each other. Yeah. Um, but it, again, it was, it was lawnmower. Yeah. And it was super easy drinking, crushable. Yeah. This is a different, it's a different style too. Like, I mean, that cream ale gives you that nice, like, soft mouth creamy feel versus like yep. the you know the nice crispy went too hard to paint on that one. Yeah. all right what we got next all right next up is banana foster Here sour banana has arrived so this is real banana not the fake banana flavor that people so you said this does about. not taste like runs this does not taste like <laughs> runs and uh yeah i've actually had this one before I think yeah, the, yeah it's we on tap it right now yeah. actually yeah it's on tap here it's a little brown barrel because yeah. we had oh, it the there night. you go uh, oh, yep, that, this is where I had it. Yeah, yeah. so Bananas Foster Sour here on top at Little Brown Bar. Oh, another one that Rich is going to Night. Yeah, yeah, she tried it when we were here for that double nugget uh, night. Yeah, so this beer, uh, I mean, banana can be a divisive beer flavor, but, you know, I think it works yeah. works out pretty well well balanced yeah for the the one brew fest everyone they did a collaboration with everyone who was involved with the brew fest and they made the abracadabra or abra banana i forget what but it was a banana inspired abra it was called abracadabra and it was banana inspired flavored milk stout or milk milk ip milkshake ipa and it was really really good so so the first thing i'm going to say about this is that and a lot of times when you get a banana beer like it horribly overpowers everything oh wow no yeah, yeah. And just back to literally every other beer like we've already talked, like the balance here is fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, like you does. don't get that overt banana, like because bana like I said, banana can be overpowering. Like like blueberry can be overpowering and stuff too. It's like holy shit, dude. Yeah, this is uh, was banana, vanilla, 150 pounds of graham cracker, a little bit of cinnamon. I, I mean, got the I get the cinnamon and graham yep, cracker. Yep. Yeah. So this is sour series banana. Yep, banana Foster. Yeah, I get the, the graham cracker and the cinnamon. Yep. And the bananas, it's like the, the balance. It it's not overpowering. No, banana. not at all. And yeah. it's not overtly tart, but it's tart enough. How long has this been out? Mm, we did it the last two years, and I believe we've done it before that as well. Okay. Uh, Bob, read his operas. That's Material Girls playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to get a copyright clip. Yeah. <laughs> Should I talk here so we're not getting yeah. too much? This is not Madonna in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's been kind of muted. What we got, Bob? Drawing out the material, girl. <laughs> Give us a little bit of Banana Foster, girl. Sour Series Banana Foster. Uh, again, from our, our host today, the North Country Brewing Company of uh, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Uh, this is considered a fruited sour, and it's coming in at 5.3 on the ABV scale. Uh, it's been checked in 1.2 thousand times where it averages a 3.82. Um, 
I have five friend check-ins where it averages a 3.5. Uh, Bill is my highlight. Read, read that off there. Read it. Foster's up front, bananas, bananas in the end, <laughs> solid beer. You should have said bananas in the rear. I, <laughs> you messed up, but all right. Solid beer for sure. <laughs> Celebrating Bang & Beer's birthday. Yeah, so Bang & Beer's birthday. They, they had the uh, Trogues night here where they mm -hmm. did the double nugget nectar, and it was uh, actually the anniversary of our, of our third year as a podcast, nice, going into our nice. fourth. And this is one of the beers we celebrate there over There we go. Yeah, it's fate. Hey, dude, this <laughs> is... Uh, the write-up is... Uh, Inspired by the classic dessert of the same name, the sour was brewed with cinnamon, milk sugar, and brown sugar. After fermentation, it was conditioned atop Madagascar vanilla beans and banana puree. The uh, flavor profiles listed as sour, banana, fruity, vanilla, and rum. You need to you need to do the banana like the banana and I mean the chocolate and the. Um me and Catherine here, and the, I, it. I didn't try it yet. Yep, and yep. the uh, and the strawberry was good, but the banana's better. Yeah, chocolate covered banana. It's they balance each other out. It takes Holy away from shit. that tartness. There's yeah. always money in the banana stand. I don't know if you had to do like Kathleen's banana or Ka yeah, Kathleen's great banana or something, but uh, no, I think we do, do the mix. It's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, uh, always yeah. money in the banana. Yeah, always money in the banana stand. Oh, dude, like. Only. Like these sour, like these are the type of sours that I like, mm -hmm. and I'm not like they're not over. I, like I'm more I'm, like the Berliner Weisses Gozas and like this I'm, approachable. Yes, I'm, I'm over the heavily fruited. Yeah, because the now they come in and I'm like, eh. Yep. Yeah, the crazy. You, know, you, you, you don't gotta make sure you roll a can first. You don't, yeah. you don't feel like you need to brush your teeth and floss yeah, when you're like drinking water. Drinking the beer. Yeah, they do. Because, like, uh, and we talked about this on the show before. We had some smoogies from uh, Imprint uh, a bunch back. And, like, at what point is it no longer a beer and it's more yeah. like a canned cocktail? It, it should yeah, be its yeah. own. It, it shouldn't be considered yeah. a sour. It, it like, it should be their own style. Yeah, like, like should, whatever the style is, it should be named something different. It's not a sour anymore. You shouldn't have to treat the can like it's a mogwai and it has rules. <laughs> like, like, like you have do to roll it first. Yes. Because we didn't like, know. And we were pouring beers. And you ever do, like, rainbow shots where, like, you start, like, we would pour the first one, it would be like yellow. By the time we get to the end, it was orange like a carrot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, you didn't roll it. I'm like, there should be rules to There should be like, yeah, a, yeah, there should be at least to. like someone on the can, like, yo, this might have settled. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a. Or like if you did not keep this refrigerated, it may still ferment and explode. <laughs> there was a uh, yeah. there was a cider, I forget who it was from. One of the cideries up in Massachusetts, like Boston maybe, but they printed the label on the can upside down because they wanted you to turn the can and then turn it back and then pour it. Smart. <laughs> so you had to down. turn the can like up, upside down to read what it's about and then turn it back and I like that a lot. It, so we uh the former member of the podcast had a can of something it was like the fluff marshmallow oh that marshmallow mead yeah thing and he Maryland. opened it up in his he just bought a brand new house and he opened up this can and it had like the stay puff marshmallow man mm -hmm. on it and as soon as his wow. finger just gave it it exploded <laughs> his whole kitchen was destroyed like just beer everywhere. Yeah, that's my my one of my favorite things too. Some like friends I've done some homebrewers. So like a buddy of mine, I forget what the beer was that he made, and this is one of the mistakes you can make on definitely on homebrewing because if you don't get your like carbonation mix right when you mix the sugar in. So like he bottled all his bottles in the flip top like girl style bottles, <laughs> and luckily we we're like our we, he brought them to a friend's party. And luckily like we were on their patio, which is like a carport. 
and he cra- he pops the top and goes, it's just like a fucking geyser <laughs> to the ceiling. <laughs> that same thing happened to me with my first batch of homebrew. We'll do it uh, uh, the field by hot, or not field by uh, the beer you are guys are on. We had one that foamed up a little bit much. They brought one of their homebrews. But yeah, I thought it was like a geyser. It was like to the yeah, ceiling. I, I, was, I came home from work where I'm like, yeah, they're ready to drink today. And that's how I did all my flip tops. I had popped the first one. Fucking rocket ship. I just hit the ceiling in the kitchen and left like a five foot stripe and went right down the wall. By the time it got done shooting off, there was this much left in the bottle. Yeah, it's like I just put the Mentos in the Diet Coke. So was that our last beer? No, nope. oh, we, we, we got one, one more. more. All right. So the I, got, I might have to steal a cup from somebody. The banana. There's there's a uh, there's a whole empty cup somewhere. Right here. Or, yeah, there's a whole like thing of clear clean cups. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. Oh, the this mi- is the Creek series. The this mix. Is the this is our mix. last one? Yep. This is our cool. last one. What do we got here, my friend? So this is our Slipper Rock Creek. Uh, single Soon hazy IPA. Bill. Yes, yes. Our orange Gerard cream, orange orange cream creek. sickle. <laughs> orange sulfur bomb. Have you ever had Blue Toad? No, I have not. <laughs> no, it's a cider. <laughs> it's a cider from New York. It smells like the Gerard Girl Creek. Oh. But it, it actually doesn't taste bad. It does. No, the t- no. So here's the thing. <laughs> smells terrible. Like it smells like someone farted in your mouth. Oh, it's gross. It smells absolutely awful. But the taste is good. But then when you burp afterwards, you get the taste. It's just not. Good. Yeah, it tastes well, like it smells when you burp. So it's like it's two against one. Yeah. So and, and the the nose. Like how does this taste good but smells wh- so it's bad? It's a whiskey sour beer. But it doesn't taste like whiskey. Yeah, the no, nose is cider. an important part. Oh, whiskey of the, whiskey uh, sour beer. cider. Oh no. But it's it. Doesn't there's no whiskey at all. And it's they, just they make it because I because this other podcast we collaborate with in New York, uh, they were called uh, the Beer You Are. Mm-hmm. They would buy was, it. Uh, Beer You Are the uh, the I Valley guys. No beer, it's just beer. Yeah, it's just, it's beer. just beer. Sorry, Beer You Are is is is, uh, is the Allentown guys. Yeah. It's just beers in New York guys, and uh, they would uh, they would buy it by the case and use it as punishment beer. So on their podcast, they would do a thing. You would drink a beer, and then everyone guessed the ABV, and then whoever had the highest, like off average, yeah. had to do a punishment beer, and it would be this blue toad. Oh. And it was this like so people they probably thought people loved it because they were buying it by the case. It was, it was being it was, bought yeah. as, a, as a punishment. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. I drank. I was like, I'm not doing the punishment. Like it's it's so <laughs> gross. I will throw up everything. Yeah, well, it's like Billy brought that pickle seltzer yeah. like a few weeks ago that for like, you know, this is going to be the, the funny one, but it okay. wasn't actually that bad. It was good. Yeah. It was actually yeah. good. Yeah. It wasn't overtly Like people pickle. said that like, if you drink it with food, it's better because it, like it complements like yeah. a hamburger or something. So, yeah, yeah, I think that, the, the it, like, seltzer aspect of that actually tamed the, the dill, but uh, again, it was better than I expected it to be, but, but just like with all the other pickle beers, I can't honestly say any of them were bad, but I don't think I'd ever drink more than one at a setting. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 sometimes you just got that gimmick style. style. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah like, exactly. It's it's like a gimmick beer. And well, it's like I said, yeah, you, you guys, take a six pack to a party, everybody yeah, drinks one. Oh, that wasn't as bad as I well, thought. Well, it's like I, I sent you guys. Uh, they never drink one again. I saw <laughs> the giant after work the other day, and uh, I, they had a, a hop kombucha and Simcoe, Simcoe Centennial, and what was the other one? Palisade hops. I'm like, all right, this might be interesting. It tasted like dill. I'm like, <laughs> I was just like, because like I've had, uh, I've done stuff with Sriracha Ace before, and Sriracha Ace hops 
have a very distinct dill smell to them. But if you boil them at a certain a certain spot, it comes out more like a citrus and mm -hmm. lime. But uh, like I'm like, and for some reason my brain was translating Simcoe as Sriracha Ace. And as soon as I took a sip, I'm like, this tastes like a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting, but I didn't get any of the hops. But yeah, it's it's funny how that stuff comes about. What Kombucha's got, about? got its own fun going on yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Slippery Rock Creek, again from our hosts at uh, North Country Brewing Company of Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Uh, this one's classified as an American IPA and uh, comes in at 7.9 on the ABV scale. Where did the, sorry to cut you off, but where did the Slippery Rock come from? It's a rock that's slippery, duh. I'm just saying, like, did some, <laughs> did, like, some settler be like, Yo, be careful, I busted my ass over there, and I'm like, I, that's the name of your town forever? I honestly wish I knew. <laughs> I know the nickname is Slimy Pebble. Slimy Pebble. <laughs> Slimy Pebble is yeah. the nickname for Slippery Rock. Because so. you imagine, like, that's how, like, some guy was just like, we'll settle here, it's like, but be careful. Be careful. I just busted my ass. Joey busted his ass over there. <laughs> Slippery Rock <laughs> over there. <laughs> name! <laughs> Strikes me as kind of the name that started out as something as an Indian name, and rather than say, no, hold you, hold you, they just Instead say Slippery Rock. Yeah, Slippery Rock. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, what should we name? Like, yo, dumbass Ted slipping that rock over there, and he's like, oh, well, we can't name the town. Dumbass tag. So <laughs> Alright, so here you go. Legend has it that in colonial times, soldiers were being chased by the local Seneca Native Americans. The troops wearing heavy boots were able to cross the creek, but the Native American tribe wearing moccasins slipped on the rocks in the creek bed. They named the creek. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're gonna Well, I, I apologize. If there's any Seneca uh, yeah, yeah. descended people, please correct me on how this is. Wechachocha Pohaka. So if they had better footwear, they, they would have they would have kept their town. So it is. It's a Native American word for slippery rock. Oh, so boy. we should build a and go back and so if you are a Seneca, in, a Seneca Native American, <laughs> please correct my pronunciation. But yeah, that's apparently. So if they would have had better footwear. Yeah, they would have. Yeah. You wouldn't have a, you would you wouldn't have wouldn't a town. Have a brewery. Yeah, it would have been whatever they whatever they said the yeah. name was. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not the worst named area in Pennsylvania. It is not. Jim is. Thorpe, I still think, takes the cake. Uh, you know the history lot. of that? Yeah. They, they they raised a bunch of nickels. Everyone kept putting nickels into a fund, and they bought they took all those nickels and well, bought the a thing dead is, body. That's not the <laughs> particularly. That's not exactly true. Well, they bought the body. No one wanted. It. Basically, and no one, no one wanted to take his, like his his second wife did yeah. it as the money raising effort. Yeah, and they they actually, um, um, but the, it's kind of like with Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. I want to be so famous um, that someone buys my but, dead body and names a town. But yeah, that, but that's basically what she did. She offered uh, whatever town could. Uh, uh, cough up the most money, the, the rights to have him buried there, and uh, that's what they did. And uh, a lot of people don't know it, but Jim, prior to this, Jim Thorpe was actually two towns on each side of the river. It was Monkshunk yeah. and East Monkshunk, and they consolidated their effort, and that's why the town is named Jim Thorpe today. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just taking advantage of the, the poor Indian people. Yeah. Or Native Americans, sorry, not. Native yeah, Americans. oh yeah. 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 Be careful. Yeah, be that's careful. why I had to keep correcting, because I'm trying to read it and my brain's reading Indians, but. Yeah, yeah. 
My, we, it's only, all from a place of not They're, they're, they're only called that because we thought we landed. Because, we're, because we're, Christopher Columbus was an idiot. Because we suck at navigation. <laughs> it's like, yo, guys, I got to India real quick. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't actually step foot yeah, on the continent. Like, really, we, we didn't like, fall I, off the edge. I, I, yeah. I am so fast in this yeah, I am so fast <laughs> in this that I didn't realize that there's an entire continent and another... 3,000, 6,000 miles of ocean <laughs> to get to India. All right, uh, finish off your reading of this. Yeah. I, I messed you up here. Uh, this unfiltered dry hopped IPA was brewed with citra and mosaic hops. Personally, you want the aromas of white peaches, mango, and citrus. The uh, flavor profiles listed as hoppy, citrus, hazy, mango, and grapefruity. I love this. Dude, I get yeah. all of that. Like, yeah. it's this is the mango, the citrus, the grapefruit, it's all there. This is another fantastic beer. I actually, I'm surprised that uh, the, I get peaches too up front. Yeah, uh, yeah I get the, yeah, so I get the peach, peach right? too. Yeah, I get the peach. Uh, it's, it's in the description, but uh, no one tagged it in the flavor profile. Everything in the descriptions hit. I mean, dude, yeah, it's yeah. it's fantastic. Like, so like you're, you're ready for things to get weird? Yeah, what are we doing? We're going to pick in front of the guy who sells it our beer of the night. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. The good thing is, you all beer of the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to be a winner. Yeah, you can't lose. Can we have a rule where the beer of the night, the beer of the night, is actually two mixed together? No, no, no. I like where you're going, but it's we're gonna we're gonna. That's the bonus. Just, yeah, all right. That's the, <laughs> that's the bonus you get if you buy these beers. Yep. You can then make that mix, and it's also fantastic. Yeah. Two different mixes: the strawberry yeah. or the or the banana. Yeah. Um, Dude, even the strawberry I'm also, with the nor with the also not box snort, I think would be good. Yeah, I'm also not entirely sure that it wouldn't be bad with the Catherine the Great and the IPA we just had. Yeah, because this is super fruity as well. Yeah. Do you have an idea where we're going here? Do you like? Do you have like a? a do you have a, a? What do you think is going to be our number one? Oh man, maybe don't tell us. We all might not right. agree either, though. So yeah, I see some some conflict of interest on this. Yeah, one. yeah. this might be this might be a very divisive <laughs> divisive uh, beer of the night. You might have to be a, a, a tiebreaker. I might have. I mean, to, yeah. it's also possible we'll all I'll argue when this is the last episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all fly each other over a beer. Yeah. All right. Well, you're gonna go first. No pressure. The guy's always sitting right, right to your, right to your, uh, your, your, your left. Right in our left. I think yeah. I'm gonna go with the Buckstorf Stout, honestly. Buckstorf Stout. That's my number yeah. one. I think like all these beers are absolutely fantastic, but like I said, this this hit the exact thing that I was looking for when I found it. Yeah. And I really, especially this time of year, I love a really nice dry stout, something that, and it's not like, it's not an imperial, it's not a double imperial, it's not gonna destroy me on like a can yep. like I could sip this guy all night and you know I think that's that's my number one right there so this is this is the part of the show where every beer podcast we've collaborated with and every major beer network said you guys are crazy for doing this because you're gonna hurt someone's feelings and never be invited somewhere <laughs> and we kept it <laughs> well see the way I look at it when I do samplings and stuff I get people that say oh well I don't really like this one. Can I dump it? I was like, you're not offending me. Yeah. That's yeah. why there's Dude, that's the worst there's so when you, many when different you styles in front of you right now. <laughs> when you go to a, a, like a, a brew fest yeah. and they fill it and you're just like, awesome. And you're just like, walk away. You're like, yeah, like, yep. yeah, yeah, It's like, oh, cool, look, a bird. And they look <laughs> Yeah, I think there was one dumper I did at the uh, Scoogle Brew Fest. I can't remember what it was, but 
I couldn't do it. It yeah. doesn't Which as the, uh, as a brewery like employee, it doesn't offend me because there's so many different styles of beer. Yeah, exactly. Beer. You yeah. might not not like that style. You might not like that particular beer. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there isn't something else for you. Absolutely. Yeah, and like we've said this whole time, like all of these beers are fantastic. Yeah, Bob. Uh, on the high end, I rated three of these the same. Um, I just need to figure out which one I'm going to go with here. Oh, <laughs> it's all the big boy cans. Yep. Spoiler alert. Spoiler um, alert. <laughs> I told you I detected conflict. But, um, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go with the, the sour series. I, 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 uh, banana? Strawberry. Strawberry. Strawberry vanilla. I just... Um, uh, uh -oh. the, See myself on the other side. What's your pick? What's my pick? I'm gonna make the can a little bit taller. Oh no! Oh, no. Yeah. I think your Buckstorm's gonna be your winner because I'm not voting for a stout. I didn't think so. Um, I'm torn. I'm really torn. I want to go Firehouse or I want to go the Creek series. I really like that Creek Creek series. Um, but I, I would have said, I'll throw away my, because we can't vote for the same beer twice as our rule, but I'm going to go Firehouse as my number one. So your number, the beer of the night is going to be the Buckstort Snout. Yeah, Snout, Stout, Snout. Buck snout, Stout. Say that 10 times fast. And that's what they're going for, the that, Snout. That, 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 But yeah, yeah, seriously, like I said, nice dry stout i can crank those that's a that would be my that's honestly my perfect winter beer it's yeah, yeah. The, the only thing that i would add is that you you didn't go crazy with adding extra things and yeah. feel the need to add extra it's things just it's a, just simple it's, that's why i straight forward it. stout like, like i just wanted like, a nice dry stout and that is exactly what it is well uh, like it's not adding 100 pounds of chocolate mm -hmm. or 3,000 pounds of vanilla like I'll, I'll start with number two i'll go with creek series over i was at firehouse my number one creek series and my number two so that's my second pick so we're going reverse yep uh, i'll go firehouse i love that pick for number two um, again like i said i had three that were the same um i'm not gonna flush the other one down the toilet so i'm gonna team up with tony all right creek series could we have a tie we're gonna have a tie because I'm picking fire. Right? There it is. <laughs> Todd for second. I don't. I don't hate that at all, boys. Uh, and then number three, we'll start with Bob. Uh, Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great. Where's she at? Get in there with your copyrighted ass. I'm gonna go Catherine the Great as well. All right, let's make a. All right, well, my, vote, my vote won't count. I would have <laughs> went with this as uh, this is my spot. Jag that off. is a solid. Jag off. But yeah. no matter what, that's, like that's we said song. before, though, dude, like. Not a bad beer. Yeah, there is, there, the absolutely there is not a bad three, beer on this table. Every single beer here has been absolutely fantastic. Scott, I, we really appreciate you. Not a problem. Did we, did we shock you with our beer picks? No, not no. at all. No, <laughs> right, in line, right in line with what I was expecting. Yeah? I knew you were going to pick the Firehouse. Yeah. We, got, we had to have the Firehouse in there. Yeah. Like that Buckstore Stout. Like everything here hits everything. And like nothing's crazy. Everything is like I said. We were talking about the with the with the sours. Sometimes you can get a little overboard with the sours. But the IPAs you can even get you can get overboard. But the Creek series is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. The and everything you presented to us today has been just. I would buy cases of all of these beers. Hey, but they're available. <laughs> like, Don't throw and we can get them at the Craft Miners'ville, yeah. which is. Yeah. Right down the street. Away from this place. Yeah, so anyone who wants to try this, uh, definitely the Craft House of Minor Spill is going to be your place, as well as the Little Brown Barrel if you want to get some of this. Yeah, right now we, we have uh, what the Banana Foster uh, Sour is on tap on here at Little Brown yeah. Barrel. And I think there's some cans too. I can run over and look in the cooler. Yeah. So we got our beer of the night, we got all that. So, one last question What's your favorite movie? 
Here we go. Oh, oh man. Star Wars. Stuff. Yeah. Like in general, all of Just it. Just all of them. Okay. First trilogy, Harry first three, first three first hands. Three. What do you think about Book of Boba Fett? I like it. I fucking love it. I like yeah. it. I think. I, think you I know they're trying to curse. You guys want to go do karate in the garage? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> Adding like, uh, and the, I've been seeing so many people like butthurt about it and like expecting the Mandalorian again. It's like, why would you want the Mandalorian again? No, like what we're doing is we're establishing what happened to Boba from when he got out of the Sarlacc to now. Yeah. Yeah, I heard like, it's like it's a gangster him. movie. It is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's basically yeah. It's it's, like, it's a gangster, but it also it hashes out all of the what happened to Boba Fett between getting into the Starlack and getting out to now. I just and got a second TV and a fire stick in my gaming room, so while I'm playing games, I can watch something. So that's gonna be my new thing. It's now. a lot of uh, it's a lot of it's a slow burn because it's a lot of world building yeah. now on the extra and stuff I, that you haven't seen. I, I like that we were getting more on the. Tuscan Raider. Yeah, like, like they give the they dive into the entire Tuscan Raider like tribal like thing, and it's yeah, crazy. Like, the biggest Star Wars fan you're gonna meet. Yeah, I I own the uh, when I was young I got the Star Wars encyclopedia. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I begged my parents to buy me this massive book. It was the Star Wars encyclopedia, and I read it front to back yep. and could quote it verbatim. I, so I I'm currently building a couple different Lego Star Wars sets. Very so, nice. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 you I would like to more. <laughs> show you my Star Wars tattoo, but I've. I would, I would have to take my pants off. So. <laughs> Billy's ready to party. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. No, I can't oh, roll yeah. my... Yeah, yeah, maybe I, I can say, roll my jeans up. We have a Vader piece on here. Did you tattoo your penis as a lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> 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 His penis is tattooed like the same yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, it just takes off. <laughs> <laughs> but what, yeah, what no, I mean, Book of Boba Fett has been so good. Um, torpedoes out of the front every now and then. <laughs> what color did the lightsaber you go? White. Why? <laughs> Good choice. Nice. So now we're at the spot. So we're right at the end of the show. Scott, we really, we really appreciate you coming out and talking to us tonight. Today. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah, thanks for making the drive down. It, it, it is. One forty-four. Yeah, it's one forty-four in the afternoon here in the Little Brown Barrel. Uh, we really appreciate Steve for having us out tonight. So typically at the end of the show, we always like we talk about what about what we got to plug. So. What do you got to plug, man? What 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 new beers are coming out? What kind of events you got going on in the Murray? What do we got going on? All right, next uh, beer releases, most re upcoming ones are going to be Scarlet Sour, which is a raspberry pomegranate. Ooh. Um, pours a deep red color, perfect in time for Valentine's Day. We're also going to be releasing. Probably also be very nicely mixed with Catherine the Great. It probably yeah. would be. <laughs> I'm just going to get all your stouts <laughs> and mix them with all, all your stouts. Catherine, Catherine the Great, Great just being used in the beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have our Imperial Firehouse release coming up. That um, I can't wait for. Yeah. So that's the imperialized version of Firehouse Red. Is that like your nugget nectar? Essentially, yeah. It's our <laughs> anniversary beer. Yeah, okay, brew nice. was founded in a February. A so. version of the Firehouse Ale would be something that would be cool to try. That might be something that might be, you know, could be talked about. You know, smoky this yeah, thing. You know, buy a yeah. shitty house and burn it down and leave the beer award. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like I said, the variety pack, 15 packs, just hit the market in this area. Awesome. So that's going to be a big thing for us. That, that's going to be your big thing. Go to the go to the craft house and grab that variety pack yeah. because or, you can't what go wrong. With, do you know what other, what other or, distributors in the area got carry? Uh, off the top of my head, Mox Gut, Craft House. Okay. Uh, my brother's beer barn. There's some of the bigger Check out the keg stand in Monty yep. City if that's your cut. That's another yep. spot that really supports us. Yeah, a lot. the keg stand does carry some of our awesome. stuff as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there are big places in the area. Mox Scoot uh, down there on uh, 61. What's the other one? The uh, the beer shack. Beer? The, yeah, they support us a lot. Yeah, 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 they're, they're all like, they're like on one. one yeah. yeah, they're. They're on 183. 
across but, uh, from Lake Winona. Who's yeah. the, what's the beer place on the way to School Haven by the porn shop? Uh, porn Did, shop? Oh, that's Mock School. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, and then uh, New some, Country Beverage. Get some dildos, yep. some candles, yeah. and some All right, beer. so yeah. so we got Craft House <laughs> in Minersville. We got the Kent Stand in Monoy City. We have Country Beverage in uh, Schuylkill Haven. We have Mock School in, on, is that Crisona? Sure. Sure. Yeah, I would yeah. call it. Pottsville, it's 61 between Pottsville and Scoobal Haven. We got, uh, you said Beer Shack? Yep. Beer Shack down on 183. Well, you said uh, my brother's beer bar. And, and the Little Brown Barrel on draft. And uh, do they have the cans and stuff here too? They do have cans. Uh, I believe we have a uh, snowshoe in stock here right now. For, uh, nice. And also, if you don't see it at these places, ask. ask they can probably it. get it. They, they absolutely can. They can. But yeah, that's you, over. If you want it and it's not there, you message our fan page. Yes. And, and then I will respond and, and say, okay, okay like, I will get it for you in at the Get it to the Mottersville. We have people want See it. Billy yes. for your special orders. Yeah. Yeah. He also said my brother's beer bar yes. for us. So uh, people that are on my side of the county over by Tamaqua, Coldale, all that, uh, my brother's beer bar is uh, up by the Walmart hometown. Yes. Uh, so uh, stop in and be sure and ask for this because, so again, uh, none of these awesome. are bad beers. This Everything is... is fantastic. Thank you again, man. Seriously. Thank you. Really appreciate you stopping out with us, Scott, and making the drive down here from Williamsport. Hey, no, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, I've had an excellent time. Really, really appreciate you it. sharing your beers with us. Uh, North Country is awesome. Like I said, the night uh, I met you at the Firkin, yep. like, you gave me a few to sample, and um, we had a good time talking about music. Yeah, yeah. And just just to close here as a plug, uh, www.yajagoff.com. I know we said their name a hundred times, but they're another podcast in the in the Pittsburgh area. So go support them. Is they it, did a really good cool cool collaboration. Is that a beer podcast as well? Or? No, it's uh, no. it's a straight up podcast. Yeah, Pittsburgh area. It's a Yinzer thing. It's a Yinzer thing. It's a Yinzer thing. Yeah, so go support those guys I as well. I don't know where Yins came from. Y I just don't get it. I don't know, <laughs> but instead of use guys, we, yeah, but we also Yins. say John for anything. I'm yeah, like, oh, I'm, hey, I like this John. So John's or, a Philly thing. Or this John is good. Yeah, John doesn't make sense either. So. <laughs> no, Pittsburgh's a, a, a Polish they, country, right? They also, I, I had a, a little weird. The Polish. <laughs> so one of my best friends. Oh, we got Yinzer, historically used to identify typical blue-collar people from the Pittsburgh region with a heavy Pittsburghese accent. So they're the Skooks. They basically, basically it's yeah, their yeah. version of the Skooks. The term stems from the word Yins or Yuns, a second-person plural pronoun, <laughs> brought to the area by early Scotch-Irish immigrants. Oh, so it's not even so, a Polish fault. No. So yeah. also, what sorry, are, Polish. <laughs> what I'm happy. Half Polish. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Irish. I, no, but I'm, I'm no Polish, so <laughs> I'm Irish and Polish, so I I like to drink, and I'm too dumb to know when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Pierogi. All right. Um, Billy but uh, <laughs> I'm excited to edit and hear you peeing. Or, like, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be exciting. Be fantastic. Uh, we do have a website, NorthCountryBrewing.com. Yep. You can go on there, click our events tab, and we have an event calendar. See all of our upcoming samplings, tasting, tap takeovers throughout our whole market. And Instagram North Country underscore craft headquarters. Maybe maybe soon we'll do a tap take over here, and yeah. then we'll, we'll kind of help sponsor yeah. it and like put put you out there. And, and are, you, come are you guys scheduled to come back here for another Friday? Friday uh, not yet, but not yet. it's not sure it will be. absolutely not out of the realm possible. Sure it will be. Let's yeah. uh, let's set something up. Maybe we'll do a, a triple collaboration where you guys come in pour the beers. We'll we'll promote it on our end with the podcast and bring brings the people in and absolutely. hang out. Absolutely, sounds like a plan to me. Sounds like yeah. I'm gonna need a hotel room that night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or. <laughs> Or I have a couch. <laughs> yeah, that works too. I don't take up much room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get you set up somewhere. Yeah, we got you good. The only, 
All right, Brad, let's wrap us out of here. All right, well, what do you got this week? I, I got nothing. Well, actually, I guess we don't really got the plugs. This is going to be an aired episode. Yeah. So, like, I if have. I plug the stuff I'm going to plug today, I'm going to plug it tomorrow on a live Check us out every Sunday live on Check us out every Sunday. Some probably around noon. noon we're, still, we're still trying to not iron out that two o'clock or twelve o'clock time noon, slot. Noon, between noon and three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends on what happened the night before. Um, but check us out. Follow us on all the socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the bullshit. It's out there. Come join the community page. Yeah, please. We need that interaction. We want to know what people are drinking. Like we've been getting a lot of we've been getting a lot of more interaction with new people. Tell us what you're drinking. All we're about, we're a bunch of alcoholics in Schuylkill County. We want to, we want to, we want to talk about the beer everyone's drinking. So, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I got Bill one thing. Got something. One thing. They announced when Schuylkill County Brew Fest is. Oh, for we got the date. Twenty-two. It is Saturday, July thirtieth. So, I'm not sure when tickets will go on sale. We will keep you posted. But that is usually a fantastic event. Absolutely. It is a fantastic Saturday out. Walking around Pottsville and trying tons and tons, tons of and tons a of beers. Of it's not just it's thrown breweries. There are home brewers. There's, there's, home, a lot there, of there's home brewers. There's food trucks. And the funny, there's meateries. Yeah. There's wineries show up. Um, and the funny, the fun, the, one of the best parts about this. So like one of my favorite beers that I had there last year was a home brewer. It wasn't even mm -hmm, one of them. Yeah. Or the the people from Lee Heighton that yeah. they didn't even have a, like an actual place yet. Yeah. But they just said, oh, hey, we have two beers done. Let's go take them there. Those yeah, so were an awesome time. one keep of the top out. ones of the day. Yeah, um, keep an eye out for uh, ticket sales on we, that. Yep, we will Bob, keep you posted. You got, you got anything? I was going to wait for Tony and uh, um, put the shirts shit. out there. Yeah, <laughs> Put the shirts out. But, um, oh. and we, talked, we talked about them, but, uh, and they seen oh, the stickers. Oh, uh, Yeah, so... <laughs> So uh, let's see if uh, Tony makes it back here in a, a decent amount of time. If you order our faces and we sell enough, maybe we'll do our faces on an eagle. And then we will get... <laughs> there you go. So, but anyways, desist and we'll be famous. Pardon the gut, but that's the, <laughs> the Lord shirts. The Lord shirts the Lord are out there. Shirts. There he is. Tony's here we come. another one. And we're not done yet. We're not done yet. No, we're still no, talking. No, we're still going about no, the Lord shirts. I'm just trying to cut us off. Walk up in front of the camera and show yeah. your Lord shirt. I'm sorry for the people that listen to audio only, yeah. but Tony just walked in front of well, the camera. Well, it's kind of like listening to a comedy this. album when people are doing like things and yeah. you're like, oh, what are they doing right yeah, now? Yeah, it's like, why am I listening to a Carrot Top album? He does prop comedy. <laughs> I totally thought you guys rapped. But I think that's it for Banging Beers on episode 148. Please continue to tune in. Thank you again, Scott hey. from North Country Brewing Company. Thank you guys Appreciate for you coming me. out. Every single thing we had was awesome. We've already talked about the places that you can find them, so go out, support this brewery. Fantastic. We'll catch you next time. We're out of here. Peace.